Um, good evening, everyone. Um, I believe we should be uh, live on the internet. Um, welcome back to Fires of Athene. Um, I'm Ian, your GM, and we'll just do a quick... Um, okay, and I really need to twitch so I don't get echo in my own head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Yeah>, that's better. <laughs> um, apologies for that. It's probably the best opening in the world. Um, and like I said, I'm Ian, Ian, your GM. This is Fires of Athlean as Shadows Awakened, um, a, our Twitch show um, showcasing the Fire of, of Athlean's role playing system. Um, we'll do a quick round table as we are starting to get used to. You. Are you prepared for it now, Amber? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> right, so we'll, we'll just do a couple of uh, player entries uh, just so everyone gets used to who we are. And we'll start uh, to my left, which is... Hello! I'm Amber! <laughs> Straight away! <laughs> oh, she's right in there! Hello, I am Amber. I'm playing Kada Selt, who is a Nalar, and a ghost ephemerum, sort of. But that's happening. It's happening. Carry on. Okay, and after Amber is... Neil. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Neil, I'll be playing Musa, he's a Pathfinder, um, and I can't wait to join a call. we just got to find <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey guys, I'm Harriet, I'm playing Savar, who is a Caridian Legionnaire, and I can't wait to see how it goes. Yep. Awesome. And Hello, Mike I'm playing Eric Ferrisoff. Uh, and I am an Eleanor Sorcerer, as we found out last episode. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, or probably least, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rob, and I uh, play Mortem, is a human forsaken. Superb. Okay, um, and we'll dive straight into the action, because we have, um, uh, no announcements. Uh, actually, if we do, um, as, um, some people may have seen on our Twitch, um, starting at the beginning of August, we're going to have a GM introduction event. Um, notifications will be going out on not Twitch, on Twitter and Facebook. Um, so look out for those for ways if you're a GM and interested in getting into um, some behind the scenes looks to Fires of Athlete introduction before we uh, publish later this year, then there's a way for you guys to get involved um, and the group that will be selected will um, have their own show hosted here on our channel at some stage. Um, more juice for those to follow. Like I said, uh, just check our Twitter and Facebook and information will be up in the next 24 hours. Um, so uh, without further ado, last uh, once last we stoked the fires of Athene, um, our group of Misfits and miscreants, definitely miscreants, because they all find themselves um, doing punitive labour uh, in the Manford Mines in northern Talan. Um, a, a roguish band for, who were arrested for various reasons, from uh, stowing away on whaling ships, to starting bar fights, to uh, breaking and entering and starting fires, and <coughs> randomly, well... and randomly, <laughs> randomly assaulting customers. Um, well, <laughs> for which they were all fine, uh, sums that they were unable to pay and as such were uh, sentenced to hard labour in the Manfred mines. Uh, upon arriving in the mines, um, 
uh, sorry, upon arriving in the mines, uh, they've, they've since settled in, encountered uh, various people that seem to be steering their life and guiding them. Um, it's been two months since they first arrived. Uh, Favar and Morton found themselves uh, tied up with a Sergeant Matters who runs um, a fighting pit within the quarry, uh, pitting inmates and employees at the quarry against one another. Musa seems to spend a lot of his time outside uh, with Corporal Collins, um, scouting, tracking, hunting. Kada, um, uh, their Nalar engineer, has found herself working in the uh, uh, quarries infirmary tent with um, a fellow inmate by the name of Sawan, uh, who has guided her and advised her and trained her in the uh, ways of Barakos, uh, an ancient power in the universe, um, giving, shall we say, an alternative view upon the order of the, the order of the universe, one of which Cato's succumbed and uh, likened to. And, uh, we, and finally, Eric, um, the LNR, though starting off life, um, swinging a pickaxe in one of the mine shafts. Um, uh, during an accident, his power awoke within him, um, his sorcery, his uh, ancient and strange power, unlike magic he, um, in many ways. Um, and he found that there is a, a fellow sorcerer um, doing time within the mind. And over the last two months, our protagonists, our characters, our players, um, have undergone various training and development and their powers have been uh, mastered um, and everyone has finally made it to level one. <laughs> so, um, without that, uh, we'll quickly go over the last month you were training with uh, you individually. Uh, Kada, um, said you, you, you all basically settle into the rhythm that we had at the end of uh, the last session. Kada, you spend your, your permanently on night shifts in the infirmary and you get whisked away for a couple of hours with um, Saran. Is there anything you want to discuss with her over that period, time period, while she's instructing you in your spells and the ways of Darakos? Um, I mean, my main thing would have just been accumulating power. I would have probably during this time had some morality debates with her. Um, but other than that... Um, so free, what... what, what a morality debate you want to have oh my gosh how to be specific she well, wins every single one you do know that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the thing i know that she wins all of them um okay <laughs> what was i saying um more along the lines of like the whole thing when i first met saran was like well this is the whole saran. idea of saran sorry saran um was like her her view of Darakos and how secret it has to be. Um, Kate has been very sort of, you know, is this right? And that's been a big internal conflict. Um, okay, um, you, you, so. raised, you raised that question with her um, during one of your lessons. Um, and her response is, well, my dear, um, the reason why we need to be secret, secret, well, secretive rather than being okay, more open as with the rest of the, is the ordering of the world. We, as explained, Darakos, is a force of change. He wishes to see the universe in this world and worlds beyond it. 
evolve beyond the order and structure that the great spirit and the petty creatures that call themselves gods uh, define for it. Um, look at your own species. Um, you've not evolved since creation, since your, your species took the first steps into the world. You have, if anything, the, the worst um, slaves to the great spirit, shall we say, the Orgat creatures born into this world with a predetermined purpose, knowing that purpose, um, and should they fail, they are lost. You've seen the, the poor creature that is guiding them, one of your, um, I wouldn't call you companions, but um, the Caridian in, in your hut. Um, yeah, Savar. So, um, she's she spends time with that creature. He was he is an orgat. He is a child of the Great Spirit. He came into this universe with a with a purpose, a knowledge, and knowing, a feeling, a sense that of why he's here. Is that not the ultimate slavery? Once his purpose is fulfilled, he wishes to re his spirit returns to the Great Spirit. Is that not a form of slavery? Darakosh wishes to free creatures like this granite and all the others. I, I do agree with fighting. I do agree with Darakos's purpose, don't get me wrong. It's just in times of great change do you not acquire great numbers? Well, we there, there are many of us out there, but we are not as strong and as powerful or as organized as say the church's saloon or even uh, as, as numerous as the the great spirit shamans and all that which uh, roam the world. So we need to be selective um, and said, uh, of all the of all the faiths in there, even Balric, who many see as cr crazed or mad or uh, Grivax, um, the decaying god. Um, they've said their worshippers are persecuted. Ours are persecuted more than any. So we must hide in the shadows until our time comes. But, but if if we explained it to them, they would they would see their own slavery and then they would rise up against it, surely. We do. Um, and when you challenge authority, what happens? You end up mining in a shaft. Yes, exactly. Um, but if you challenge the ultimate authorities um, directly, then we do not have armies. We do not have um, people in high places politically in the world. So we have to be careful in what we do. Um, we, seek out the right people in time, we will guide them. And as your journey, um, as Darakos does not really finds a purpose for you, he's not, it is not particularly like that. He, it wants you to find your own way. Um, but the fates, the universe itself has its own way of placing things in front of people. It's not Darakos or the Great Spirit that does it. It's sometimes happy chance and pure luck. So while we find the people ready to be freed, it's a, a yeah, matter of stuff. So, for example, if you can, if, for example, you, you meet someone whose spirit is willing to be freed, there's another one amongst your, your um, the movie came with, the, the giant human. Um, Mortal. Yeah, I heard he's not particularly bright, but... Um, his, I, I, I couldn't <laughs> comment, from, I'm sure. Uh, from what, from my encounters with him and, and viewing him, like I said, I've, I've shown you how to look at another's spirit, um, determine whether it's right for enlightenment and, free, uh, and freedom. His spirit shows the, the type of, shall we say, foundations for such a thing. Um, 
there are others so you can use your use your obviously quietly use your powers correctly then you will be able to see for example um we can identify ourselves so you say please um cast your um cast your, your spell cast your gift um she's asking you to cast a text spirit aura. okay I, I will do that okay when you cast it you look upon her obviously you you see um your vision shifts initially from um seeing her physically to seeing much like the paintings um inside the cavern that you're currently in because all this always takes place inside your inside your um your cavern um and your vision shifts and you see a shimmering grayish white spectral figure um but there is like a dark where her heart is there's a, a dark beating heart and as you, as it beats you can see it like pumps like black veins and like her blood her essence pumping through her is darker um okay. and and as you look at it and as you look down in, at your own body and your own hands you can see that there's that same kind of beating darkness uh with inside you um um she looks at you, and that's how we can tell one another um those that have given their not given their spirit but allowed their spirit to be enlightened by Darakos. our hearts our, our spirit our spirit energy beats differently i see so if you wish to find other ghosts um obviously I'm, i i believe you're coming close to the end of your time here um, yes yeah. so when you go off into the world then maybe you should seek out others who can give you more tuition than i can i'm simply the guardian of this place and shall we say my service to Barakos is <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, responding to messages in chat. Um, yeah. So my my purpose, my role is to find spirits like yours, to bring them truth and enlightenment, and then set you off into the world to find others to enlighten yourself, if you are capable. I can I can certainly try. Wonderful. That's all Darakos would ask of anyone that would anyone that follows him. Cool. So, so yeah. Does that dissuade you? Uh, dissuade no, you? no, no. That that would help to persuade Kader. Um, and okay. I I imagine there would just be a various amount of conversations exactly along yeah. that line. Okay. okay. Oh, one second. Oh, God, I left the book on the other side of the room. One second. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, just just for the viewers who don't know what's happening in the chat, we were just discussing that it's not a cult; it's a friendly bunch of magical yeah. pals. Yes. Magic spell. Yeah, we should have a secret handshake for the ghosts of Pemory. Oh my god, would that be cute? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, can I go your bad little going through your lessons, obviously she she did, she gives you the, the the history of history of the universe according to Darakos. Um, how it came into being because the great spirit in the old world was losing its battle against Darakos and his, his quest for change and to bro break the chains of what she calls slavery to the, um, the laws of the universe. You must live, you die, your spirit goes to the great spirit or gods or whatever um, you pray to. And Darakos wishes to free um, everything yeah. uh, from this cycle. 
And Darkos, and you were told that Darkos in the first instances of the old world created his children. Towards the end of your um, tuition, when you reach, as you, you spiraled your way along, inside the, literally the center ring, um, there are a series of names. Um, and, it's, and it names the, the children of Darakos, or it calls the children of Darakos. Um, and um, Saren explains to you, these are the children, no, we call ourselves children of Darakos, we are free, but we are born of the will of the Great Spirit. Um, these creatures, these entities, um, they are his children that, throughout the cosmos attempt to free worlds. Um, they are the holiest of the holies, as far as we're concerned. Um, and their names are... <laughs> you ready? Yes. Karakos, K-A-R-A-K-O-S. Okay. Barak, B-A-R-A-K. Okay. Zar, Z-A-R. Yeah. Murlak, M-E-R-L-A-K. Okay. Zinduk, Z-I-N-D-U-K. Varakon, V-A-R-A-K-O-N. Amadon, A-M-A-D-O-N. Adraxus, A-D-R-A-X-A. Okay. That's the ones named here. Oh, sorry, okay. one more. Facts. F-A-X. Okay. And she said, these are names of, um, the, of the children of uh, children of um, Darkos. Um, they are the holiest of holy. Um, should you come across anyone you may come across, um, Magus Infernus or Evan Host, arcane peddlers in, uh, and meddlers in forces and magic that they don't understand, that may have reference or, or knowledge. Um, I see. Sadly, this place teaches me little. I just know the names and know that out there there is more knowledge. Um, there are more places like this. There are some in the world. Um, some of the knowledge from, as you know, from the Age of Dragons and uh, when uh, Darakos's children tried to free this world originally, um, when your people retreated beneath the surface. Um, the age, during the Age of Arcana, um, Darakos's children once again tried to free this world, but were driven back by the Great Spirit and these meddling Elianar. Um, Across this world, there is, shall we say, knowledge of them. Um, if you can find more, um, then that will increase your knowledge of Darakos and of his children and of his purpose. Sir, before I do leave here, is there anyone else out in the world who I can, I can seek out that you know of? I know of a lady in uh, Talanor. The capital of Talan. T A L A N O R. Okay. That's the capital city. Um, and she tells you of an Elena Mizur. So Elena, mm -hmm. M I S U R. Okay. She's a, she, by day, she is a seamstress, but um, she 
I won't say command, but she preaches quietly to those of us that believe. So when in doubt, seek her out. Yeah. Um, from here, this would, that would be a good place for you to go. I see. Thank you. Thank you for your, all your teachings. Okay. Well, wonderful. Um, so we'll, we'll skip over to uh, Morton and Thabar, who um, pretty much spent your month in basic training, um, yeah. learning how to use various types of weapons. Morton spent most of the month having the crap kicked out of him by hand, hand ran. Um, but the training evolves from him just trying to toughen you up by slapping you with wooden swords to using your body, teaching you how to move and weave and avoid blows as opposed to just being able to soak up the pain. Um, and at the end of it, let's say you, you're training in things like unarmored defense and your weapon proficiencies, etc., cetera, um, have finished, although you're only ever given training weapons, you've never given an, an actual real weapon. Um, either of you got anything you want to discuss with Granite or Handran? I probably would have asked um, about how he came to learn of his skills. Oh, uh, yeah, ask on it. Yeah. I, I, so you, you sat down having lunch one day and so you asked Granite this question, like, how did you become a legionnaire? Oh, uh, I, I come from Centaur Mountains. He looks up in points at the, the huge mountain range, which has always been hovering and glowering in the distance. Mm. Uh, my, my clan, um, good clan, nice clan, uh, died, um, got destroyed by Broken Bone, oh. clan of Clar Orgat, cursed horrible oh. creatures, once Orgat, but cursed by the darkness. Um, and I just, my purpose was gone, I don't know what to do. I was guardian, guardian of of our hinge. Um, but once it was destroyed, I had no purpose. So I wandered, um, being big, big guardian, good at fighting. I came across some uh, Uman word, uh, mer, uh, mercenaries. Mercenaries. Yes. Um, and don't be big and strong. Um, at time, like you, when you first met me, no skill, no knowledge, um, just all primitive, all savage. Um, and so they taught, they taught me to fight. I, I fight with them for some time. Um, then we get arrested, um, and we end up here. But when my time was done, uh, we stay. found a new purpose. No, not really. My purpose, he fell. He does look very solemn and sad that he um, had failed his purpose. Um, but that's basically his story that he, his clan was destroyed. He'd lost his purpose. He wandered, lost in the rain, um, discovered this group of mercenaries, um, got taught the basics of being a legionnaire, went on some adventures, um, and then ended up here. Um, and once his time was done, he decided to stay. There was money in it, um, and he's around rocks, so he felt comfortable. Uh, Morton, anything for you? Um, 
Where'd you get the tattoos? Okay, so it, probably like halfway through your, your second month, you sit down, you ask Pandora that question, he kind of looks at you, eyes you up a little bit. He's never been, shall we say, open with you or forward with you. Um, you look at the tattoos, some of them seem to glisten a little bit more than others. Some are obviously decorative art, um, although they're all, all quite menacing. Um, some of them seem to like glisten with power during your, your training with him. Um, he's flown into a rage a couple of times just to try and um, push, you, push you back and push you even further. And when he does that, you see one of the tattoos that comes down from his neck and across his shoulder blade kind of glisten a little when he does. Um, interesting question. Um, what do you want to know? Yeah, I, I, I like that one. I point the one on his shoulder. It looks like uh, um, picked him up here and there well, on my travels and stuff. Uh, they're not cheap and they come at cost. I don't mind money. Uh, no, I, 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 I won't say I won't say you're a good egg, Morton. Um, you're a bit awkward. You've got no social skills. Um, but I'm I'm kind of torn when it comes to you. You've got strength. You've got power, but you don't seem to let it go. You don't seem to just go wild. Just use. It wantonly, as, as you desire. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I need to. Yeah, if you do, the more you do, then the more worthy of these types, these tattoos you will be. They've given you the foundations, they've given you a start. Say so you're pretty handy with a sword. You're a big, strong man, but mentally, you need to let yourself go. God knows what your parents and your family and, every, and everyone else inflicted to one. God knows what the guys on your merchant vessel. <laughs> um, and I'd assume they'd have let you loose and let you be a bit more freer. Like say it even shows in the way that you fight. You seem to be holding back, restricting yourself. Don't. Let yourself go a little. You just, no, like I say, admittedly, your, your first day here, you picked a fight with my pay, but what stops you pushing back? What stops you manning up to him day after day? Apart from getting your ass kicked. Um, I respect him. He's kind of worthy of respect. He's good with his fists. He's good in a fight. But let go more. Do that, then you'd be worthy of these tattoos. Um, can I fight? Yeah, you can then fight. you tell me. Yeah, um, I believe Matters has got something special coming up. I believe you and he looks across the training area towards where Father and Granite are sparring. Um, with you and old Lizard Lips over there are, are going to get some action in the, in the next few days. I, 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 I'll get angry. Yeah, give it a go. Try it. Just don't hold back. See, these, these tattoos are sacred. If I win, you tell me? If you win. Well, it depends how you win. 
one thing you would have noticed, because there's obviously been a few over the period of these two months of your training, there's been a few um, more fights going on. Every Everyone would have been finally involved, apart from maybe Musa, who'd have missed quite a few of them, you've been up with Collins. Um, <laughs> but, We're having our own, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you would have seen hand-round fight. Um, and Dewey has this like controlled demeanor um, when it comes to doing his job here in the um, in the in the quarry. Um, when he fights, it is a real Jekyll and Hyde type personality. Once he picks up a weapon, you can see his eyes kind of turn red and mist, and he foams at the mouth when he fights. He really does go wild. It's as, as if um, something Kader would have noticed whilst watching him, maybe casting Detect Magic, something Sam would have pointed out when uh, Handran fights, his spirit just lights up in your eyes. Um, Interesting. Uh, as if it is being released and set free. Um, and he does, he does enrage, he does go crazy. Um, but, and one thing you, you'd notice, Kader, is he's being fueled by the tattoos, as if the tattoos are a gateway to releasing him. Okay, so I can see exactly like what powers he's activating. Right, you can't see what powers, but when he does use one of his tattoos, you, you, if you've got the tech spirit or, or running, you would notice that it does flash with some kind of power. Okay. Um, and it's that tattoo, and Saren explains this, that tattoo is, um, they are, Tattoos of the children of of Darakos, and they are used to help free spirits. Those that are wild, the um, the the great spirit types to change. These tattoos of power, these what the petty Magus Infernus call um, uh, infernal tattoos. Not infernal. They're they're, they're wonderful. They're divine. They they set. The, they set spirits free. Um, okay. And uh, though, like I say, the, the righteous, the divine, that those in the world who are, let's just say, so full of themselves and their own importance and their own place in this, this world, they they name people like um, Pandran as forsaken. I see him as a, uh, someone reaching for enlightenment. And right. the tattoos help him do so. I see. I see. Okay. okay. So back to Morgan. Um, so yeah. So free yourself. Just let yourself go. Prove yourself worthy. These tattoos aren't just given to anyone. Um, it'll be a while until I reckon you're ready for them. Uh, but depending on how long you're here, um, if you're leaving, then seek me out. And I might point you in the direction of someone that will ink you up when the time is right but Thank prove you. yourself first okay okay I hit. and eric yep so um you spend um the next month playing with potatoes um yes <laughs> um and over that course course of the month as well as trying to um spending time uh, talking with uh, Boltran, Boltran um, about 
sorcery and its purpose, uh, one of the things he reinforces in your mind all the time is about your gift, your magic, so to speak, we'll just use the term magic to make it easier for people to understand, um, it comes from one and it comes from you. You are its creator. You are not constricted by um, the gods and what the gods allow you to cast. You're not constricted by the machinations and the minds of others, um, archmages and using Eleanor history. He's quite interested in Eleanor history, so he spends time talking to you about that. He talks about the Primarchs and the Archmages of the, the Age of Arcana, and you kind of help him build up a picture of what life would have been back then, though it was long before your time. Um, but you, as an Eleanor, you would have enough historical knowledge of your own uh, race's history. Um, and you explain that during the Age of Arcana, great magics were war. There were uh, Archimagi and Weavers and Magus Elementus that um, created spe uh, spells of, compared to today's standards, unimaginable power. But all magic, the nature of arcane magic, is you're learning somebody else's thoughts. Sometimes people create their own spells, and that's how it's looking. And then other people learn from that, whereas you as a sorcerer, your magic comes from within, it's, it's innate, it's personal. So all sorcerers, for magic, sorcerers all magic is different. Um, he helps develop your mind wall by, as you, as you did on the very first day, probing your mind, getting you to, teaching you to resist and develop um, a sense of how to push back um, without injuring yourself. Um, and over the period of that month, um, you master the skill mind wall, um, which gives you a bonus to saving throws versus charm and being frightened, etc. Anything that affects your head. Yeah. Um, and he does that by using his sorcery to push into your mind. Um, sometimes you fail miserably, and as you dancing around like a puppet, um, but eventually you build up that resilience and that resistance to having your your head meddled with. Um, he works with you on, on basic sorcery, uh, teaching you how to eventually levitate the potatoes up and, uh, and things like that. Um, and he teaches one of the best ways to learn these types of things is to go out into the world and learn from the arcane casters, learn from the gods, because um, they have some wonderful ideas, but um, sometimes use them as a template to build your st structures and yeah, how, you're, how you're going to manifest uh, magic because they've unlocked a lot of a certain amount of power um, well, certainly uh, a lot of imagination to create their magic um, and you, you kind of just works and builds is there anything you want to touch on anything specifically you want to talk to uh, Voltron about so it would be um, manif uh, manifesting energy into something. Yep. Um, Such as? So, uh, so a weapon, so that it, it would cause an extra effect on the weapon itself, like an extra, like a a a a, a much more uh, a much more like energy based um, magic. Personally, something I, I'm unaware of. It's not something that I've studied myself. But please, let's let's evolve. Let's evolve this train of thought. 
um, as sorcerers, we, we are capable of doing so. So exactly what are you trying to manifest? What type of energies are you trying to touch into? It's taught you, because all he's basically taught you is um, kind of basic telepathy. Yeah. You, you are, by the end of it, you're able to talk to him mm -hmm. uh, with your mind, how to protect your mind, how to levitate things, basic telekinesis yeah. and stuff like that. Nothing strenuous. Because um, as you found out when you first started, um, it's because you're not that skilled at uh, manifesting and controlling your power. It takes a lot of time for you to relax. He's never willing to push you to the point where it could hurt. He's, he's yeah. very careful with you. Um, so once you build up some a, a couple of levels of uh, fatigue, you always insist you, you step back. He, he's, every time he warned you of the dangers of pushing too far. Mm -hmm. um, and he seems to be very sincere in, in that. Um, it is as if he has experience. Yeah. Um, so, he's, so though he's happy to explain that sorcery is this wonderful gift and these wonderful things, but he, he tempers it every time with it has its drawbacks, it has its, its dangers, its risks, as if it's either coming from experience from him or an experience that maybe he had with another, uh, another student. Yeah, maybe pushed him too far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it would be, um, so uh, I would ask him if he has anything hidden to a staff, for instance, um, and try and try and get him uh, or get my hands on like even just a stick or um, a pack of cards or something like that, maybe. Um, and what I want to do is, um, is just to put um, the, the raw sorcery uh, like sorcery energy into the object so that it will uh it will basically either explode or um hit harder or something like that um so de depending on so you're gonna you're, you're trying to go full gambit basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's trying to figure it out you're <laughs> trying to go full gambit. Okay. um because, okay, okay, so again, this is not something I, I have any knowledge with, so we're learning from each other here. Um, first of all, you need to decide what type of energy, where, this, where is the energy going to come from? Because we can't just summon bolts of lightning out of midair. Um, we need to, need to understand where that energy comes from. Um, study storms, I'm aware of how storms work and, and lightning is created it's the, based on the friction of the storms and the, the air itself and then it gets charged up and lightning happens now there's energy in the air there's energy all around us it's being able to tap into that energy and use it yourself i've always used my sorcery in a very subtle way i've never been one to use it as you are describing but maybe maybe you you have a reason for it um so, but yeah, let's build on that uh, so, so 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 what do you want to do how, how do you how do you as, as i mentioned there's energy around us uh so um let's try we'll, we'll both try together so um uh can you make a sorcery check and i just need to get on the right page then bits and pieces mm -hmm. okay. Okay. 
can make one of those sorcery checks, please. Uh, DC 15, passed. <laughs> um, he passes as well. So, use your intelligence, you build upon what he's doing there. And brief instance, you're just focusing on around you and you use your sorcery, and you, your mind seeps out and you can feel the energy in the air. And for a brief instance, because this is only a first, first attempt, but just moving your hands around, it's as if as if like your hair starts to stand up and like crackles a little. Um, so yeah, there's uh, a good start. Um, and you, with the, the card that you had in your hand, as you focus on it, the energy kind of manipulates and wraps itself around the card. And you've got it there and you see the card starting to crackle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's a, a small form of lightning. A little bit, um, and it looks at it and goes down. Mm, uh, kind of like, I don't know, to use arcane terms, like you, you've got that, um, what's it, shock, shock, shocking grasp, as if you're trying to manipulate the energy onto the card as opposed to channeling. Oh, very, very clever, very clever, interesting. Um, and he, he does the same thing and it just crackles and, and uh, now, now what does one do with this? And just waving it around. <laughs> Um, what is it? What is it? I, I, I would, um, I, if attempting to hold the, the energy in the card, throw it. Okay. At, uh, at, uh, okay, he's got a, a, a like a, a, uh, like a message board, a notice board that he's got things up on yep. the other side of the room. Suggest yep. that you throw it at a, a blank part rather than something that has like a <laughs> yeah what, 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 one of the, it, maybe not something flammable or anything like that yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah make, I, and uh, make a ranged attack roll okay and the wall's not going anywhere um, it might be in a minute uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, sorry I've forgotten can ranged attacks be made with strength or is it just uh, strength or dex cool. Thank you. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, so you throw it, obviously, um, were you trying to finesse it or just... No, no, just <laughs> chuck it. Okay. Chuck, chuck uh, yeah. it and see what happens if I hold the energy in the card as well. Okay. Um, so you, you, obviously, because you're focusing on it, you, you hold, obviously you've got to focus on the energy around the card. And once it leaves your hand, it becomes a lot more difficult. Can you make another sorcery check? Just yep. to make sure that the energy stays within the card. Or same, same card. type as well? Uh, yeah, same, same again. Okay. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> you throw it, um, and it gets like halfway. Then you hit the wall, but the energy doesn't stick. You, you feel it dissipate. You feel your control over it. Um, yeah. And then it goes, okay, let's try again. Let's, let's try again. Um, because you kind of mastered the concept, First time, so the DC is going to be a little easier to mm-hmm. whisk the energy around the card. The DC is now 14. Okay. Mm. okay. Passive. Um, sorry. Oh my god. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, that was close. It's like I say, you, you weren't quite there. You, said you went through the same process, but you just felt the energy just get away from you at the end. Mm. Um, we've got one level of fatigue. Yep. Um, try again. Obviously, this time you've got the. You've got the, the negative to go with it. Yep. Uh, and this is how sorcerers learn their magic. Trial and error. Oh, 
natural 20. Okay. Yeah. For if you summon it up, the energy wraps itself around. You feel really in control of it. Uh, make your attack roll. Yep. 19. Yep. 19. Okay. As, as you throw it, because you, because you were so much control, so you, you felt the energies, you felt your will build and um, control the atoms, basically. The little le electrons and all the energy firing off in the air to create the to create gambit's card, um, <laughs> and you throw it at the wall. And because you were in such control of it, where you would have, I, I would have given you a D four damage. It comes in okay. So roll one D six um, lightning damage. Okay. Hmm. So, there we go. But it 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 sparks off against you. Um, but you see it hit it, and you, you see the energy, and it leaves a little. Um, and oh, bravo, bravo, old chap! Wonderful. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I mean, why don't you give it a try as well? He does. Like I said, he, he's still got his his card, his original card, um, and he has a throw and he throws it against the wall. Um, sorcery check, and he passes his sorcery check to contain it, but he um, does much like you, two points. Is, Lightning damage. Hmm, interesting. Probably too, shall we say, um, aggressive for a man of my case. But as you oh, can see, sorcery can be used in such a way, um, uh, which is very, very intelligent, very, very um, creative. Um, but uh, if you ever find yourself needing to aggressively deal with <laughs> <laughs> Defend your, defend yourself when you're stamming someone again in the future. And then maybe you've got a way of doing it. Maybe protecting yourself. Well, hopefully it won't come to that. But it's a it's Just more. Run out of cards. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I want to try to uh, take them back at least when they're used. So yep. yeah, I need to control the energy a little bit better. I think. Okay, and and from there you build on and yeah. you develop it. And uh, by the end of your um, your second month at the, the quarry you are a fully fledged level one sorcerer yes super musa hello um, again you spend a lot of your time out with corporal collins and gerald um not gary because poor gary's dead um but you were part of the detail that went back and recovered gary's body uh and bring him back so you could be sent off to so you can be sent off to his family. Um, is there anything that you want to bring up with Collins and Gerald on your ranges? Just one thing. Um, I'd like that while we're sat around a campfire one evening or something, mm -hmm. just to imagine that there are drunk Silvar that's just got off the boat in Canaan. Mm -hmm. Somehow they've legitimately paid. <laughs> they got just stowed away. Um, where? Where would you go? <laughs> um, probably because I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue now. I can say I, I come from Scardale, just up uh, north of here, up in up in the mountains. Um, but I tell you what, um, I can ask around for you. Um, I mean, we, 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 we certainly wouldn't have seen any silver from Sorax in this part of the world regularly. So um, I said, Gerald, you're, uh, you're You've got some leave coming up uh, when you head back to Canaan to go see the missus. Uh, should you ask around for Musa and let him know? 
um, if anyone saw anyone like you. Um, you, you, do know that, you do know that there was one other um, Soraxian Silvar uh, in Canaan um, when you were in court. Um, uh, Alana, the, um, the slave that was rescued by Sir Torben. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just thinking that by the time that I get back there, stop looking at that one. Look at the camera. <laughs> any time that we get any sort of, you know, any time we get to look, any sort of trail is going to be cold. So, mm -hmm. if anyone's got any idea where they are, or can put the word out, or look mm -hmm. around, because over the period of two months, certainly after the incident with the bear, um, where, uh, like I said, Colin's putting a good word for you. Um, and your actions certainly went a long way to saving uh, Gerald's life. Um, as such, Gerald's um, class friends with you, once you're out on your ranges. And there was a really good dynamic between the three of you now, um, depending on whether you want that dynamic, but they're very open and friendly towards you. You're not like treated. You broke that mountain. I'm down. You're, <laughs> you're not treated like an inmate anymore. Um, gotcha. Obviously, when you first arrived, you know, there were the first couple of inmates. You were an inmate. You're actually given, though you're you're only ever given fouling blunts by um, the quartermasters when you do go out. Gerald and Collins have no problem giving you proper arrows, and obviously they taught you how to use your longbow and long swords and various other things over the last month and bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, um, I said a couple of weeks later when. Um, Gerald comes back from his uh, leave. And so you, you're you're out and about because they have to keep that guard prisoner dynamic inside the camp. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you're out, once you're out of camp, uh, out of the quarry, then they're happy to uh, just let that down and be open and friendly with you. Um, so you sat around the campfire um, on the first night out with after Gerald's come back from leave. Um, yeah, um, there was. Um, what was your what was your cousin's name? Jorg Jan Yoba. Yoba. Uh yeah, um yeah, apparently um uh, I think it was maybe three days before you came in. Apparently there was word of um another one of your uh, well your tribal uh nature. Just us. We all look the same, right? Okay. No, not not really. Um we saw this but there was a silver I saw um, down in Talanor once. Um, his skin was like, all, was, was like a darker red. Um, apparently, he came from uh, Draconia, way down south. Ah, okay. Curious. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, he, he was there. Apparently, um, so he was only in town for a day or two, um, and he left with uh, a, a group of guys like. Couldn't find out who they were, um, but they headed uh, north. Uh, okay, uh, and if you were to head north, well, anything north of here is Shantarn. Okay, that's that's the nation of Shantarn, and um, the Shantarn mountains that run all the way across the north of the the continent. And of, uh, quickly pop up a map so people who are watching can it's here somewhere there it is no they're not the most friendliest to people which would people from canaan go and visit 
on like friendly terms or trade terms? Well, like I said, from Talon, we don't really get on with them. There's been a lot of like history in the world uh, between us and them. None of the northern kingdoms really get on. There's been a lot of raiding north and south of the border of the mountains, uh, the traditional border range. Um, occasionally, they will come down and and for those looking uh, on the map, uh, pretty much everything above that mountain range uh, is Shentai, the nation of Shentai. Um, they raid down, we raid up in retribution. It's been going on for hundreds of years. Um, so it is war? Not really war. Um, we've got a lot of trouble with the neighbors. Athelene tend to be a, a bit rambunctious around the, the, the borders and stuff. But, Lots of disputes, but the politics around you is just really, really, well, it's shit. All we want to do is just get on with our lives. Um, oh. We've got Shantarn raiding down for if the winter's been hard and they're not going to grow enough of their own grain. And like Athenine's always playing politics, thinking it's the center of the universe. I see. So if I need any more information, really, I'm heading north. Mm, yeah, um, certainly you'd have to. Um, and because um, Gerald's explained that Yova uh, uh, was, was seen going towards Shentine, or a group of, with a group that was heading towards Shentine. He, he uh, went, when you say he went with them, he wasn't clapped in irons? Uh, no, not from what I heard. He, he was going along of his own free will. Oh, um, yeah, but... so, um, Yeova. chips in and says, well, I can ask around. Like I said, I'm from Scardale, which is kind of technically... Sh uh, in Shentine. Um, so the college is right, the politics in this region are, are quite difficult. Search for someone, someone from where you are to, to get your head around, so I won't bother you with it. But, um, you know, I might be able to reach out and the message home because if he's heading north of Canaan, then he's going to be heading for the Galawang Gap, it's the only way over the mountains in this in this region. So he won't, he'll pass not far from Barmar and not, not far from Scarda, not far from my home. Okay. So, um, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we've got no problem. Like I said, you told me that say he was the guy that was the reason why you stayed away on the boat, trying to find yeah. out. Yeah, I felt oh. I can't. I cannot return really until I've at least found news of what the fool is up to. Okay. So, uh, so um, you you go off. You you spend a day ranging. You check your traps, etc. And you you, you return. Um, and also you return back to Hut B, being the uh, inmate that you are, and Collins and Gerald head off to the, the, the guards' mess in barracks. Um, and that's it. So um, this becomes your routine for the month. Um, coming up towards the end of the month, obviously, you finally complete all your training. You will become level one. Sorry. And uh, coming towards you all earned an additional after deductions um 11 gold crowns uh two silver pennies two silver shillings and four copper uh four copper pennies <coughs> of which you can decide to pay off as much of your debt as you wish The only one actively last time who mentioned they were paying off any of their debt was Thamar, who paid off five crimes. I'm paying. I'll pay off some more. Okay. I'll pay off all of that. Um, is that including what you said last time as well? Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, no that's, after, that's additional on top of what you were given at the end of the first month. 
Sweet. So now all I owe is one gold, two silver. So you pay. So so pretty much all of your income, you, you you are giving back. Yeah, I'm poor. Yeah. The sooner I leave, the the closer I can get on this guy's tail if I need to. So you should all, all of you, if you're all doing the same thing, you should all be down to close to a couple of crowns left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Unless you yeah, want to stay yeah. here longer. <laughs> no, no thanks. Morton seems to be settling at home. Morton <laughs> not really made a lot of friends, but um, because of his sea shanties and um, they see him as a bit of someone to laugh at and a joke at, um, people get on with him. Um, not so much, they're not so much friendly with him, um, but they find him as a source of amusement. Um, certainly, the guards outside the barracks um, who like moving him around and telling him to stand in different places, which he seems to, <laughs> seems to do like a pet dog. Um, and whenever he wanders off, it's like, good boy, good boy, well done. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I get extra food for it, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, one evening, um, Musa, you and Collins and Gerald um, are out uh, ranging. Um, you've been uh, you've been told to go and check out because one of the one of the patrols that left uh, two days ago hasn't returned. So you're heading um, kind of like northwest into the uh, Manax Forest to attempt to ascertain what became of them, whether there's another wild bear or something else. Um, but the evening after Musa's left, um, you're having your evening meal. Um, where Morton and Favar, you, you guys can do whatever you want if you want to have a discussion, or we can. Because um. you've had a month, and like, it's up to you whether you got. Because obviously, Kate is kind of difficult because her evening meal is like breakfast for her. Because she's on yeah. night, <laughs> she's working a, a different shift to everybody else. But you don't really see her at breakfast. Her breakfast is supper, so she takes it to bed with her. I mean, um, like, any time I wander in and I see any of these guys, I'll maybe give them a little, like... Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and then just very slowly trudge to my bed and collapse straight away. <laughs> uh, Thank you. How, how, how's your bed? Too small. Mine's too small. It's definitely too small. Far too small. But... Well, it's it's that or you know the floor, and it's better than the floor. I'd rather a hammock. Hammocks can fit anything in it. Yeah, I have no experience with hammocks. Oh, you'll love it. You can swing, and with the rock of a boat, you stay you stay nice and straight, and flat. You don't roll off. Hard to fall out of it. Really good. You sound difficult to use on land. Oh, no, no. Easy. Easy to use. Better than a bed. Takes up less space. Okay. I will consider it. I'll show you when we need. Oh, okay. I'll get you one. Oh, you tease. <laughs> <laughs> promises, promises. Uh, yeah, Kato. This is no, this conversation is happening in the parks? Uh, no, um, what depends. Savor Morton, why were you having that conversation? Oh, I'd uh, do it quite happily anywhere. I don't care. All right, in the barracks, yeah. Okay, just for background noise then. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone got a pillow? Anyone got a free pillow? Oh, wait, everyone's got a free pillow right now. No, but can we talk about the weather next? 
<laughs> weather. <laughs> and here is Musa with the weather. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> it's windy. I'm blowing away. Thank you. So, so as you're sat in your barracks having your evening meal, um, for some reason you decided not to stay in the mess hall. Um, uh, a, a, a Corporal Jenkins, which Thavar and Morton knows works for um, Matters, comes wandering around with a couple of guards flanked behind him and he looks up and goes, Morton, Thavar, uh, the Sarge would like to see you. And I, I just shove all of the rest of my food straight into my mouth and then dump the bowl on the side and leave. Uh, I am not going to be stupid and finish my meal because I don't want to throw it up later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so you head off, you, fo you follow Corporal Jenkins and leads you off um, past the mess hall over towards um, this time the, what, the, what you would call the, the, uh, the enlisted men's barracks, um, the actual guards barracks as opposed to the, uh, the watchman's barracks um, and sat outside because you know it's any evening it's getting dark um enjoying a pipe is uh sergeant matters and just you guys walking over and he just sat there and he's got an ale and some bread and cheese on, on a, a table it, uh, kind of sitting there like lord muck um eyeing up his domain um she's come out or davar hey you guys want to earn a few cranes get yourself out of here early I wouldn't say no. Um, I'm going to hit someone. You probably will. We've heard some good things from you from Granite and Andran. Why don't they say you're, you're ready? Um, we've got some, shall we say, special guests coming in tonight. And uh, it'll be interesting. Do you want to put in a pop show? Yeah. So, um, You'd be part of the, the ensemble, the, the cast, if you wish. You mean we're warming up for, for the big ones, right? Well, we'll see. It depends on the order, the way these things go. There are risks, though. The pay would be better. Um, are what they kind real of weapons? Risks? 15 gold. Real weapons? Real weapons. I'm down. We'll sort you out with some armor if you need it tomorrow would be necessary. Coward. I'd rather live, thanks. Sure. Fifteen crimes if you win. And if you don't, we'll see what happens. By the way, fifteen right. crimes. You guys in? Good. Yeah. All right. Go get yourself some rest. Jenkins will come and get you when uh, everything's ready. Thank you for the opportunity, okay. sir. You're welcome. I know it's around. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go and do some training in the training bit. Okay. So you go and just work out on your head and hack up some of the training dummies and stuff, and um, for the evening. Um, as it starts to get dark, like said, Kata, you're getting up and you're heading over towards the infirmary tent, um, having had your supper, having had your dinner slash breakfast. Um, and as you go in, sounds she's, she's packing like uh, medical kits. Okay, 
Um, you're, you're, aware, you're aware that she acts as like a, a medic for matters and is, um, well, yeah. is, is little um, side avenue, is little side venture, so to speak. Um, she goes over to make sure that nobody dies. But right. uh, as opposed to before, she's actually packing not just um, a, little, there's a lot of bandages and poultices and padding oh, okay. and stuff. A proper um, kit then? Yeah, a proper, a, like a proper healing kit and okay. stuff like that. Um, um, I mean, I'd probably go over and help her, like, yeah. just out of She, she gives you the direction on, on, on what to do. She, she explains it all. Um, we've got a bit of a bit of an event on this evening now. Um, stay close. What kind of event? Um, Matters has got one of these, shall we say, uh, death matches on. There are... <laughs> You know, you know what? No, no. Okay, no. I don't want to know. Let's go. Let's... Would you rather it's a surprise? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like his normal ones, but um, they they get these fighters that come in and they, they already, have guest fighters now. Well, yeah, no, they they get people come in. Like some of them might be mates, some of them just might be people looking to earn some coins and stuff and. We said we're kind of out of the way here, and you know, matters legally at least um, kind of runs the show. You say legally, but somehow I I just have to take that with a pinch of salt. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that's, no, what she, that's what she said legally. <laughs> if I don't know anything about this, I can't get in as much trouble, so I'll heal people. No, but I'm not like every, like everyone's involved, even the warden. Um, Oh, that's that's great! What a great system we have here. Totally not corrupt at all. That's so good. It it, it works. <laughs> mm. Oh it's my god! It, it serves our purpose. It frees them of their restrictions and their, their, shall we say, slavish attitudes to the law. Very well, but <laughs> I can't say it's the best system going. Oh, she's going to get you in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, every time. God damn it. Um, yeah, Kada's Kada's just going to be muttering to herself and helping yeah. to pack these kits, but she's not okay. asking too many questions. Just okay. she's just every now and then she's just like, "Darkles, give me strength." <gasps> yeah. Uh, for for the rest of you, obviously, like uh, Kada's in the infirmary. Um, Morton and Jenkins. Uh, yeah, uh, the corporal finds you later in the corporal Jenkins. Um, and like I said, they, they find Thavar and you're led down. And you find that there's not just you and Thavar, there's Handran and Granite, uh, Moipei, and a few of the others warming up. And there's some tables laid out. It's cold because it's still, like I said, we're only like two months after midwinter. So um, uh, it's around about the like 12th or 13th of. Uh, Yaren, which is February-ish. So it's still cold. Um, but it's a clear. it's been clear for the last few days. And, um, there's a nice bright moon out and lots of stars and everything. Um, and as you head out of Hut B or you're taken from the, the, the uh, training arena outside of the, the guards' barracks, and you head down and you see that there's lots of torches put out. And literally everyone, Eric, you, you're people would have been filtering out and again you're all now aware that this goes on um and people go down your dice you, you, well, i wouldn't call them friends but associates are there there's 
and there's a decent crowd, even the warden's out on a, a stage. Um, Warden Hark, uh, Harkin, who's the the man in charge here, though he, you never really see him, he doesn't do a great deal, he just spends a lot of time in his hut. Um, he's, shall we say, he's more like a palatial hut, he's kind of got the same type of hut that you and all of your uh, inmates are in to himself. Um, and he just lets uh, matters run the roost, so to speak. Um, then you get down there, there's lots of people milling around, and rather than normally it would just, it would just be a ring of bodies, there's actually um, a load of poles and rope around it. It's kind of more of an official thing. And you see that there's another table off the other side, or another small little platform. And on the platform with the warden, there's a, an elegantly dressed uh, human. Um, he's difficult to tell his height because he's currently sat down in a, a chair with some cushions on. He's got black silk uh like a suit on and uh, a shirt with ruffles and everything his hair slicked back and um flanking behind him um are like two men in chain that armor one's got um a 200 sword strapped across his back another one's got two short swords at his hips two short swords strapped to his back and they're kind of flanking him like bodyguards and these guys heads um even though you've been given basic instructions on, on how to be like a legionnaire or a forsaken and stuff, these guys' heads are constantly on a swivel. Uh, it's like they don't stop moving, they're constantly scanning the crowd and everything. Uh, um, and there's a wagon just off to the left of the platform, and you can see six fighters, uh, six men in uh, various armors, and there's actually um, a, a, Someone similar to Morton, you know, he's got some tattoos, not a lot, certainly not as many as Morton uh, um, and Handran, uh, certainly not as many as Handran, but he's got some tattoos across his body. Obviously, Morton's already got some personal ink on his body. Um, and these guys are just stood around talking and like sharpening, sword, sharpening swords and battle axes and the like. And once you're led to the table, there's armor laid out for you have a, a shield if you want it, various armors, there's uh, a weapon rack, there's a weapons and bits and pieces. What, what kind of uh, shield and, and armor are we talking about? Um, just uh, normal shields, there are no tower shields. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so there's tower shields, pole arms, spears, long swords, short swords, hammers, maces, uh, battle axes, hand axes. Is the um, is there somebody by the table, a guard? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah there, there are guards around the tables. The guards that you're quite familiar with that stand outside. Um, how many can I use? <laughs> um, how many can you carry into the fight, mate? Two. That's all I need. Two. I don't two. Take your pick. I take a, a great sword and a halberd. Okay. All right. Do they have a breastplate? Uh, yep, there's a breastplate there that they help fit 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 you into. Cool. And you said they don't have tower shields, so I'll just grab a regular shield. Yeah, you grab a regular shield. And do they have battle axe? Yeah, there's a battle axe there. Grab one of those. So it's you. So it's you, Mor Stavar, Morton, Granite, Handran, Moipay, and a guy you know, uh, a guy you're aware of from Hut A, called. Kalan, C-A-L-A-N. Um, he used to be a guardsman, 
got himself into debt, um, got himself arrested for trying to steal his way out of debt. Oh <laughs> cool. Okay, so mechanically, you guys all set up? I believe so. Uh, yeah, I believe. Okay, super. Okay, um, as you're going on, Madras comes over. Okay, guys, a uh, bit of a change of plans at the moment. Um, he's kind of looking at granite as he says this. Uh, Warden wants to go up the ante um, to the death. And gr granite initially glowers and towers. No, no, she's not ready. Um. I go over to him. I put my arm, my hand on his shoulder, and just go. I suppose there's no better test. Ushi fight. We only live once, fine. Ushi fight. Ushi fight. Um, and he looks at the list. And there's a. She's up second. She's up against uh, Morgan. Shy. Morgan Harper. Who have I got? Like uh, you're you fourth. Uh, you're up against a guy called Tharax. T H A R A X. Um, a Northman, apparently. Um, yeah. What uh, has this Harper fought before? Gl Here. Oh. Uh, what's your insight? Insights. Where is it? Uh, three plus three. Okay. Um, no. Uh, matters. Let's see. Goes. Uh, I've heard of him. And not really seen him fight before, but guy's got a bit of a rep. Well, he wouldn't be here if he didn't. That's <laughs> true. Well. Now, Granite's about to say something, like, and um, as George. Um, and my sergeant just shoots him a look and kind of shuts him down a little bit. Um, he was right. Uh, we'll, we'll start with that. We'll give you a call when you're ready. Otherwise, if you just want to go and watch, uh, watch the first fight, it'll be up in a, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And so you guys are just all settling in. Eric, are you milling around trying to place some bets or anything? Um, Anyone going to bet on proceedings? I'll bet on myself. There's plenty of guards going around taking bets. Am I there or am I out hunting? You're out hunting. Right. I'm going to see if I can telepathically talk with Granite because he wanted to say something. Okay, so what? Uh, so, bit, you, you, you are telepathic as a Caridian. What, um, uh, what thought do you place into his head? Um, I, would, I would place the thought. Uh, this is, this is Lavar. Was there something you needed to say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I tried. I thought I tried. Um, because you're nowhere near him. Just look at his eyes. And you don't get a response because he's not telepathic. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what I. You, you do see him looking around. He's, he's about forty, fifty feet away. He's talking to Madders. He appears to be quite animated. Um, um, what's going on? Um, so, I'm gonna, anyone, anyone placing any bets? 
Mate. Okay, Morton. Uh, you betting on yourself or are you betting on Handran or um, which fight? There are, so the, the fights are. Uh, I bet on me. Bet on Forrest. Just me. Okay, me. you're just going to bet on yourself. Okay, how much are you going to put down? Your odds are six to one. I, I, I hand over one silver and four copper. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> How much? One oh, silver, and, and four copper pieces. One so one one shilling, four penny. Four, four penny. Okay, um, at six to one. Okay. Um, what what are the odds on um on Thavar? Uh, Thavar is three to one. Against. Um, I will. Uh, I will put. I think I'm better than you, Warren. I I will put a full gold on Thavar. One, one whole crane on. And what? and what about granite and um granite is a five to one on favorite and handram uh handran is a three to two on favorite okay the the, the longest odds is my pay who's seven to one in favor against Oh, and um, what's my opponent's? I would find out. I'll put I'll put a gold uh, on my pay. Your, your your opponent is three to one, three to one to win. Yeah, I'll put I'll ah. put a gold on my pay as well. In okay, that case. Uh, gold and um, one crown on my pay. Okay. Um, I I'm not gonna bet, but I am getting these medical kits. Like so, as ready as I can possibly get them. You, 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 you um, Saran's given you a bag to carry because you're like her assistant for the evening. Obviously, um, she's realised that you have absolutely zero medical training <laughs> or knowledge. Yeah. Of well. I have some so, vague little snippets from being yeah, a. You say, you say you, you've picked some of it up uh, whilst working with her, but um, she's never let you actually work on a patient. Yeah. Um, no, as soon as I see Mortem, I'm like, <laughs> somehow that's going to go wrong. I can't do much, but. Yeah. Okay, so you're. I wave I have at you. Experience. You have. I just wave. Um, Katie, you have a you have a satchel on you with five healing kits. Okay, cool. Five healing kits. Yeah. Um, um, two bottles, uh, two potions, which are two healing potions, um, which are just one d eight plus two. Um, and what, there are what, sorry? two healing potions. Yeah. Which dice was it? Um, one d eight plus two. And seven silver bombs. Silver bombs. Yeah. Uh, which you will have to look up in the Pathfinder herbalist in the book because I didn't bother writing down. Nice. <laughs> um, for the record, though Kada has absolutely no confidence in herself and is currently shitting bricks, she's going to have the outward like look of someone who's very, very calm about the whole situation. Okay. And uh, what's your deception? Oh. Let's let's give that a roll. Or do you just want to? <laughs> I just want to. Know, the deception what, 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 is. Yeah, what your natural deception? Plus six. So oh, it's all right. Uh, you, you you definitely have a calm demeanor on that side. Um, to oh, for a, a little yawn every now and then, just yeah, to for like... most people, as if you're bored. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as you come up, like I said, there, there's the betting going on, and now we're going to fade to black and head off out into the out into the woods. Lisa, <laughs> uh, 
you and Collins and you and Cooper Collins and Gerald uh, have been off skating for pretty much most of the day. You left it early dark. You've been heading north. Uh, Collins picks up some trail signs, um, which obviously now being skilled in, the, you're aware of probably came from the group before that they're quite new um, and they're heading north, um, kind of northeasterly a little, northwesterly. Deeper into uh, deeper into the um, the forest. Um, it's got just after dark. Darker. Um, it gets dark like mid afternoon at this time of year. Um, and you and Collins and Gerald, you, you kind of fanned out a little bit. Uh, what's your perception? Oh, it's not very good. Uh, it's four. Okay. Um, you you've got you've, you've kind of what's your what's your stealth skill oh that's not very good <laughs> uh including my decks yeah four okay <laughs> <laughs> you're all moving quietly um we're gonna ask, ask you to make a check because um uh corporate Collins has kind of been feeling a bit uneasy uh, <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> and for the viewers, that's a natural one on Lucy. <laughs> Stealth check. Lucy wanders into a tree and screams, Oh! Um, yeah, while stepping on broken twigs and. You're moving relatively quietly. Um, and you stand on a few broken twigs um, to the point where Collins just kind of looks and glowers at you as if to say, Okay, right. Um, right this time, um, try and not fall over your feet. <laughs> Make another one. Eventually, after a few false starts, the um, the, the group of pathfinders, because you know, you're officially a pathfinder, um, oh, slink, off, slink, off into, slink off into the forest. Um, and, uh, sorry, I'll wait my mouse up. Um, and you're heading, like, northeast. You, you think you're maybe you've kind of gone into the forest and ebbed back a little bit and kind of like you've circled round a little bit. That's why Collins is a little bit agitated and just using um, hand signs and stuff. And you, just, and you can hear movement as if there's like toward, to your west a little bit, maybe northwesterly a little bit. You can hear movement and like some kind of rhythmic sound in the air As if there are people, there's like no, there, there's noises of people. Okay, like the like people talking and that sort yeah, of. Like, like, yeah, like as if there there is a group um, off to your west, kind of northwest of this. And like the Collins leads you like kind of up a little bit, so you're kind of approaching from the west. As you're looking through the pines and through the trees, you can see like, certainly in the dark now. It's gotten dark, but there appears to be maybe like. Two, three hundred feet ahead, uh, maybe a little bit further. Um, there's some campfires. Okay, more than one. Yep. Uh, well, from from the angle that you're coming from, you can certainly see four, maybe five. Oh. Um, but um, as you start to approach, we shall switch scenes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, as you're heading in. Um, there, you and Corporal Collins 
see this. Um, oh, God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and let me just plonk you and Corporal Collins on the map. Oh, no. Someone tells me that's not a fight you can win. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to feel like I'm rolling well. Advice. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I mean, if you win this fight, it's going to be so cool. Yeah. And that's if. Yeah. High risk, high reward. Yeah. What are my odds in this, by the way? Anyone? Yeah. As you you inch forward, um, you can looking through the pines and stuff. Obviously, you can see a number of tents um and so i just put user in control of user and so. um oh yeah we'll just use these two for Collins. Oh, sorry, I didn't need that one to pop up on my screen. That was uneventful. It's come to my attention that this is not going to end well. <laughs> I mean, there's only like 20 more of them than there are of you. So, uh, yeah, you, you kind of get that close. Um, and looking through the trees, you see a number of campfires. Um, one, the first thing that sticks out is the 12, 13, 14 foot tall um, infernal creature that appears to be standing in the middle of the campfire. Um, there are three guys dressed in um, dark blue and blackish robes that appear to be chanting. Um, the central of the witch appears to be... There are a number of... Uh, there are two ballistas, there's a battering ram, there are a number of tents. You see um, a lot of guys in chainmail armor and breastplates. Well, the first thing that stands out to you is that this, their chainmail appears to have lots of little bits of, um, for those that you can see, you can say you've got a silver, you've got dark vision. Um, the chainmail's got lots of bits of cough wrapped into it. Um, normally you haven't seen the guards wandering around, their armor chinks and little, these guys are either standing around or moving about. They don't appear to be making a great deal of noise as if the cloth has been used to like mute or silence their armor a little. You see a couple of guys that look a lot like Handran standing at the end looking at the, by the big tent and milling around. When you say um, look like Handran? They're, 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 they're stripped to the waist. All they've got in gotcha. um, is a leather kilt and they've got tattoos across their bodies and their legs and across their scalps. Um, and that would be these chaps. Do you know that Homer Simpson meme where he goes into the hedge? I know how you feel. <laughs> or the one where uh, Grandpa works in the front door, picks, puts his hat on the hat stand, and then takes it off and walks back out again. <laughs> yeah. you, you, see, you see a few Malar um, uh, milling around at the back as well, um, and there appears to be some some kind of undead creature um hanging around two of the two of the magi um they may be ebon house you're not 100 percent sure 
this this big creature in the middle mm -hmm. he's not there of his free will right um no so from from your like collins looks across at you and goes like pointing at a tree um and like he and and he, put, he does the same thing to um gerald and he and gerald attempt to well they've, they've got enough acrobatics to shimmy it up a pine tree do you, do you want me to roll for that <laughs> what's your acrobatics oh now you want to roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh. can we do we i don't have any acrobatics how about athletics Oh, athletics or acrobatics, yeah. Athletics is six. Six, so yeah, that's enough to, to climb a small pine tree. Um, it's not the hardest task in, hardest task in the world, so you shimmy up the pine tree to give yourself like some vantage point to, so you can see in, also to try and give yourself a bit of cover. Um, and yeah, you can see that the infernal creature, it, it's, its hide is like black and leathery and, and um, like red blotches and streets by it looks like there's some scars across its back and across its legs and like upper torso um but it is held certainly held within some kind of um arcane runic circle uh, which is pulsing with energy um it was just the fact they were pointing massive crossbows at it really <laughs> that, that gave it away yeah um i'm gonna turn to the guys and say what why would you do this here <coughs> why here who are you saying that to? The guy, is there someone up a tree with me? I no, you're, up, you're up different trees. You shouting that? You well, shouting I'm that? Shout that out now. <laughs> as loud as you can. Go. I'll think that's voice now. For now, but yeah, just almost out loud. Why would, <laughs> why would you do this here? There's nothing here. Apart from okay. a quarry. And then I'll just observe. Okay, uh, what's your perception? Oh, that, that's, um, that's four. Okay, um, yeah, so you, you, you see it happen. Uh, the, 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 the infernal creature, the, um, to use the term demon, um, it, it appears to be, like, battling and raging against um, its confines at the moment. Um, and... What's this going on? And the other mages, uh, the mages appear to be involved in subduing it arcanely or magically or whatever. Um, sorry, I keep using the wrong mouse. Uh, <laughs> it happens. Um, you see, walking out of the uh, like command tent at the far end, comes a gentleman. Uh, he's got black leather trousers on. Um, he's got. Uh, uh, like a, some kind of utility belt similar to the one that um, uh, Collins wears. Uh, oh God, it's here somewhere. <laughs> uh, there it is. And yeah, he appears. Oh, not over there. Out of the tent, right there. To survey what's going on. Um, but the thing that stands out most about him is that though he's got appears to be wearing leather armor. He's got a tunic and a cowl on over the top. Um, his tunic is jet black apart from the left arm, which is blue, and his cowl is like one half black, one half blue. The right hand is, the right hand side of it is like a dark navy blue, and it's all covered in an intricate um, cobweb. Snazzy. I mean, yeah. I'd ask you where he got it from, but. 
and he, he steps out reviewing what's going on um and you hear a cracking and creaking noise from your far left as poor old gerald oh. out of his tree <laughs> one of the two the final <laughs> gerald, no. and as he, hits, as, as, as he hits the floor with an audible <laughs> um guess what happens <laughs> uh i flee. roll for initiative <laughs> <laughs> Run away! <laughs> oh, good lord. Everyone in the camp has just turned around and looked in your direction, apart from the ladies who are still very focused on their jobs. And the guy in the, um, the pretty cobwebbed outfit looks up and looks directly in Gerald's direction and screams, Seize them! How do you know there's more than one? <laughs> he's got a very good perception <laughs> okay um yes uh, 20 plus no okay uh 15 plus 18. okay uh on 18 we start uh do you know the phrase wrap up a drain pipe okay so yeah you're about 15 you're about uh, 15 foot up, you can either jump. Yeah, well, take the jump. I'm diving out of that tree okay. because nothing okay. ever pads in. Um, you're, jumping, you're jumping from 15 feet. Yeah. So, um, what's your acrobatics? Uh, athletics are six. I've got an acrobatics because you are Four. attempting to land. Okay, um, so you jump. So, uh, I will have a you'll get a bonus to it. Um, yeah, can you roll on the uh, falling table, please? Um, but you'll get a D4 bonus to subtract from your roll. Do a oh. flip. 13. Oh. 13. Okay, right. Oh, so, I just rolled, I rolled plus four, so on the D20, so it's actually nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right, so you, you land, um, though you fall prone, so you're going to lose 10 feet of movement, but there was no injury. Um, obviously, you've got kind of skinned your knee a little bit, um, but there's nothing to impede your movement apart from losing 10 foot of movement. And I'm gone. Double dash. I am running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm you, not even you, looking you, back. You head I've head seen off. these horrible headhunters in the jungles before, and I am not stopping. On on 16, um, Collins uh, pretty much the same maneuver, but he just jumps in the tree. Um, he's acrobatics is enough for him to land safely um and he's just off after you as well uh gerald <laughs> uh so he's gone he's off the map i'm glad it happened that way i'd have felt disappointed if he'd have stayed there yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's just waiting for his stew i wouldn't uh, stop but i'd be disappointed it's fine at uh, least gerald's 10 feet behind both of you <laughs> take uh musa off the map because they've legged it poor old gerald however no. That's the part of his movement to get up. And as he's running, our two sentries, which you haven't noticed, are going to take shots at Gerald. <laughs> Gerald, no! Gerald, I love you like a brother. But oh, um, one of them missed. One, however, is a crit. Uh-oh. Gerald will wear a lovely new eyepiece. 
Cursing Is table. This better than the math. <laughs> so cursing table. Gerald gets uh, one of these. You're a bad luck charm for these G's. <laughs> okay, so damage is 1d8. So he takes 12 points of damage to the left leg, which is enough to immobilize him. Um, he's got a constitution saving for average poison, which he fails. So he's weakened, um, and he has three levels of bleeding um, because that arrow hit his femoral artery. Bye, Gerald. Um, it was nice to meet you. I'm taking one for the team. It was nice to meet you. I'm not that you've seen it because you're, you're currently running for, running for your life. Yeah. But Gerald, whilst he's running, um, his movement's been halved again. He's not quite going to get to safety for Gerald. He's only going to get to right there. He's, well, Gerald is stuck on the map. But an arrow strikes Gerald in the hip, ripping through his hip, like kind of out through. Um, his upper thigh, um, and he screams in agony. You certainly hear the scream. Uh, I um, use the screen to fuel my running. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, he's limping. You hear a howl um, as a number of dire wolves that were milling around um, or come to their uh, master's call. Um, one thing you do notice looking back over your shoulder, there are a number of silver amongst them. Um, their skin's certainly a little bit lighter than yours, um, and they have these massive black furred wolves um, as companions, uh, which they set into motion. Poor Gerald. Mm. <laughs> Poor Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Gerald's um, in trouble. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> As you look back over your shoulder towards um, Gerald, um, he's just kind of waving, and you see him like fumbling around in his pouch. Um, and I'm not going to stop to help him. But... There's obviously a lot more movement. You, you hear like, the, the heavy thuds of numerous feet um, in pursuit. So we're into initiative. So you're still within bow range. Just need to know when Gerald leaves to death. <laughs> Next round. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> pretty much. I, I, I think you might take another like two rounds before he bleeds out. And three yeah, but no, no, the wolves get there first. Yeah, we'll definitely bleed out by then. Mm -hmm. It's a game of how many levels of bleeding can he get before he goes. Fifteen plus. Um, Collins, kind of catches up with you um, as he's kind of running level with you. Um, he's looking back over his shoulder. He's gone. He's gone. We've got to get back. Um, run. <laughs> um, thanks, thanks, Chief. Thanks for the inspirational <laughs> words. Um, <laughs> and uh, that was on 16. On 15, um, these group of bad guys um, are going to take a couple of shots. Um, well, one shot at Musa. One, and one shot at Collins because it's you're going to have partial cover due to all of the failures in trees. Um, we'll deal with Musa first. Uh, 11 plus 7 is 18 minus 4 is 14. No, it's 15. Get wrecked. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> 
no decks. He's firing at the back. <laughs> yeah, 11 and then. <laughs> yeah, so that was a, a hit. So you take. Um... Damn it, they should have given you armor. <laughs> 10 points of damage to the body. Uh, oh. Collapse. No, so no. it kind of shoots you, shoots you in the back, um, kind of sticks in like your, your, your lower back region. I'm kind of just missing them, sparring the most important organs. And can I have a uh, constitution saving throw, DC 12, please? Uh, yeah. We believe in you, Musa. You can do it. <laughs> Woo! Hey, um, you resist the, the poison as the poison it starts to seep into your body. Your body just kind of forces out. You feel... Did you say 11 points? What? Did you say 11 points? Uh, 10. 10. Right. 10. Um, and the other shot is at Collins. Oh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Not that 20. No. <laughs> yes, not 20. By the way, because yes, uh, uh, that is uh, another trick. I'm just killing my NPCs. Oh, why am I celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrong people to be celebrating. I like the other to believe Mooster, yeah. Okay. Uh, can't. Um, right, so. As you're running along, kind of side by side with Collins, um, you, you look over and Ms. Yara like hits your hits your uh, your back and your side, and kind of glances off, doesn't like go through and through, just like rips a chunk out of your side. You look over and it's almost instantaneously. This arrow protrudes from the front of Collins's chest as it's punctured straight through his back, through his lung, and out the other side. Um, and Collins kind of lurches and stumbles forward, and like foam instantly bubbles up on his mouth and, <coughs> and starts spitting blood. Poor guy, he's got a punctured lung. Oh dear. Um, right, um, right, the rest of them are just going to dash, but one of the Nalar will get just within crossbow range, um, though it's going to be in extreme range, so he's like minus a million to try and hit. <laughs> Um, no, you are. Um, a couple of whizzes over your head. Um, luckily, the mages are all busy. Um, but they are, they, you, you had like a, 40, a 30, 40 foot advantage on most of them. Uh, but you hear a gurgled scream and then silence and snarling and ripping. And as you look over your side, you see. Collins, uh, not Collins, she Gerald lying on the floor. Um, one of the darables appears to have its maul wrapped around his throat. One's worrying and pulling at his leg, one's pulling at his arms. Um, he appears to be limp. Um, I don't know, I'm just going to roll you. Just playing dead, it's fine. Just playing dead. I mean, I hope he's not alive at this point. That's just unpleasant. No, he's not. So he took 15 points of bleeding damage. Um, <laughs> so on, on top of it, yeah, poor old, poor old Gerald's um, honor. Um, uh, and ah, we're now yeah. down to zero G's. You successfully killed off all the G's in the camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, initiative. See if our archers can react before Musa. Well, I, didn't get, I didn't get to go that time, but I kept running. Oh, yeah, Musa, so yeah, you keep running. <laughs> yeah. I assume you were, yeah. unless you wanted to 
I was toying with the idea of taking a speculative shot, but <laughs> one versus points. thirty is great odds. Yeah. <laughs> Plus a big demon. Hmm. <laughs> I'd run, yeah. Okay. You can take a booster, do it. Don't tell me. Okay, so <laughs> 20 plus, 15 plus. 17. Okay, you keep running. I run, double dash, run. run. So you, as you're double dashing, as you're just sprinting through your life, um, and then you notice you almost immediately outpace and outdistance Collins. Fuck him. Brutal. I am that kid in the junior school winning that race and going, yep. I'm going to make this look good. <laughs> I'm going to put distance between me and him. Okay. Um, I've already been muted. Again, you know, like, uh, Collins goes shortly after you. Um, and like, he kind of like staggers because you know, his movement's now severely depleted because he's got a punctured lung. Um, like, the blood is trickling down his chest and uh, gurgling up from his mouth. Um, and he just... Uh, cool. He's going to use his entire action to call out. You're looking over your shoulder. You see him fumbling around uh, with his pack, and he's like pulling out what appears to be these flasks uh, of something. Um, and he just screams at you. Warn the camp. Shentarn. Run. Thanks. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Okay, um, and as he turns around, because the wolves have finished uh, playing with Gerald, um, and appear to be now bearing down on um, Collins. Um, we'll, we've got, cause, yeah, because these guys, have, we've got two rounds left before you're out of range. Um, well, you're, you're now in medium range, so they've got a negative to hit you. Uh, so they're at minus six to hit you at the moment. So two shots at you because Collins isn't going anywhere. He's got an arrow through his chest. Um, oh, shit. One miss. <laughs> One definitely hit. <laughs> Was it another nat 20? Oh, no. You said you were leaving that dice alone. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be walking away from this, I don't think. Okay, no, not um, Or handling things. Yeah, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I hope that was a fumble table. No, that was a natural 20, so that was another crit. So I'm doing very well tonight. Um, but however, I did roll a one on the, the injury. That went dim, That went deep. The attack cuts deep, uh, hitting nothing vital, but causes one level of bleeding. Well, damage more than So you've got a level of bleeding. Okay. Um, so he hit you. But no time for bleed. Oh. In the uh, uh, left leg, right leg, doing... Oh, great. So that's a one on the dice. So five points of piercing damage for that. to the right leg. And you have a level of bleeding. Son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> damn it. I mean, You're never going to be able to kill, kill it. it. <laughs> <laughs> there'll, there'll, be, there'll be other times. Don't you worry. <laughs> there's other arrows. Okay, we've um, got one more round. We've <laughs> yeah, got one more round. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the, the archer's gun. Um, well, at the end of the round, the wolves and the other guys that were chasing down Collins get to him. And as you look over your shoulder, you see a flash of light, orange light, and an explosion and a ball of fire erupts over Collins and everybody else. As the guy decided to go out in glory and 
set fire to all the Greek oil that he had in his pack and just went um, because there was a big ball of flame that lights up the, the night, which will affect everybody's dark vision momentarily. Um, and I shall do some damage to see if he kills, if he kills anyone. Okay, that's not bad. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Um, there's definitely a few, like, howls and whimpers from, from the wolves. Um, they're gone. Um, and guards are, shall we say, well done. Certainly enough to delay pursuit uh, somewhat. Um, so we've got one more round uh, before uh, Musa gets out of bow range. Uh, so initiative. This this is pretty important. So let's see a one there. Oh, okay. Oh, twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> They rolled a 19 on the dice as well, but because they're slightly higher level and they have a slightly better initiative bonus. <laughs> oh. uh, they're at 25. <laughs> you really do want to kill Musa. Uh, yeah. uh, right. Two shots, they're at extreme range now, and partial cover, so they're at minus eight. So just firing wildly. I need the table again. Oh, oh, Tell me it's a one. I'm hoping it's the fumble where he turns around and yeah. shoots his <laughs> yeah. Right then, um, so, so a 20, uh, okay, that's a three, twang, the bowstring snaps, <laughs> you have a bowstring. Shoes on the other side now. Yes, he fumbled and broke his bowstring. Thank God. He, he, he did an alacriel. Um, uh, I said the other arrow just twangs into a tree like halfway between you and it, um, your partial cover getting in the way, um, and you'll go. Okay, well, I dash double dash <laughs> with the full intention of getting as much distance between us because I know that my leg is in serious problems and if I don't stem the bleeding, then I'm gonna die. So okay. I'm getting as much distance in this round, next round, I'll be- Okay, uh, so and at the end of your turn, uh, roll 1d6, because you are bleeding. Thanks, thanks, guys. from your leg. So you take yeah. five, point, five points of bleeding damage. Yeah. Uh, and your main the people watching, for viewers watching, uh, bleeding damage in um, FOA is a bit of a killer. It kind of sucks out your life. So you can take wounds that will, as you as Neil is now suffering from, is um, bleeding out. Um, and initiative, because um, Neil's got a bleeding wound. <laughs> Um, these guys are going to try and keep in pursuit. Okay, uh, you go first, Musa. I got to first aid myself, and then I'm going to have to run again. Okay, um, so yeah, you, you would have had a, a healing kit. Um, what's your medicine skill? It's not good enough. Okay, so make a medicine check. Hang on. You get bandaged out, you start packing a wound and wrapping. Yep, you get a plus one because you've got a kit. Um, that's terrible. Okay, so yeah, you, you wrap it around. Um, it's just, I um, actually get a plus two for a healing kit, I believe. Um, it's just got bleeding for a little bit. So if, that, if you got first, if you got first aid as a skill, as um, a pathfinder, yeah, yeah, all right, that's fine. Okay, um, so yeah, you would have gained a, a bonus to your check. So yeah, a tenant is enough. Um, so you get 
you, you pack the wound, you stop it from bleeding, um, and you regain oh, one hit point. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> that was a good D4. <laughs> I'll take it and I'll bring it. As long, as long as your leg is functional, you can still yep. run on it. Um, and you're not gonna, but you did keep yourself within shooting range. Um, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> another fumble. Another fumble. Another fumble. No. no um, what, what, one, one's a fumble, um, and the other will be an AC. Didn't one of them break their bowstring anyway? Yeah, yeah. One's a fumble. One, uh, yeah, one's a a fumble, and the other one, because the crossbow man is still chasing up, because um, he's extreme range, will just about mess with an AC uh, 11. Yeah. Oh. Just about mess. Okay, um, so that's it. So we're in initiative. If you get away this time, then you are out of range. Fucking run! <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Mr. Mr. You're first because I want a natural one. Oh, oh yes! <laughs> oh, just gonna keep on running. Just keep on running. I'm not even looking back anymore. Okay. Um, you're now you're now extremely late. Partial cover, so you're minus eight to hit. And he's only got one crossbowman left because the other one fumbled. I'm just gonna say he broke his bowstring. So that would be a 15 on the dice. Minus eight is not enough. Plus five to hit. Uh, minus eight is twelve. That hits. Okay, so you take a crossbow. Oh. Uh, uh, so you take a whole two points of damage. Because this guy doesn't okay. have any depth. In, in a certain place, this is going to be a pickle. Uh, to the body. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Two points of damage to the body. Not to the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, it, it, I hate that. He's uh, a, a nullar with a crossbow. Um, <laughs> I'm fueled by adrenaline and possibly Red Bull right now. <laughs> 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 and you're off. Um, so um, you are being pursued. Um, if all you're going to do is double dash, but you are now out of bow range, obviously, certainly by the time that the two bowmen. Get to restring their bows. Um, there are others um, who are being pursued. Um, so run until exhaustion means that I can't run any further. Make, make an intelligence check. God, now you're asking. Okay. certainly enough to recall this. Um, you may recall the first time you went out with, uh, well, when you went out with Collins to track down the bear. Mm-hmm. Track down the bear, the bear appeared to be running and then walking for a bit, running and walking for a bit. But Collins told you that's one of the best ways to eat up a distance without exhausting yourself. Okay, yeah. Bear tactics, got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> running along this. When my body started to break down because I can't run any further, then we'll start employing that. Yeah. So, you start running and walking. Obviously, you, 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 if the wolves had survived the um, uh, Collins going up in the place of glory, then <laughs> you may have been in trouble doing this because these guys are wearing chainmail and plate armor. Uh, eventually, you do manage to outdistance them. Uh, you you don't think about, we don't talk about Collins anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, um, that, that was that was quite a, a, a fun encounter, but you did luckily manage to get away. Lone so, survivor. So all not killed him. So as we fade to black, we. Um, oh wait, are conscious? Not that fade to black. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a nap. Don't worry. About yeah. Okay. Musa legging it for for his life through the Manax Forest. That will be where we take a break. We'll be back in uh, 15 minutes, everyone. Um, thank you very much. I will be trying my mouse. Your mouse. Uh, stop your losing your mouse. Your proper mouse as well. We all want to press the right button. Anyway, <laughs> and we're back again. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, which I believe is us. Um, anyway, uh, we last left off just before our break with Musa fleeing through the Manax Forest um, in a direction, any particular direction? Back towards the camp. Okay, so you're heading back towards the quarry. I thought about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you're heading like a southeasterly direction using your uh, what you picked up from Corporal Collins, spreading for a little bit, easing off, spreading again, um, trying to eat up the place. Obviously, because of your injuries, um, uh, I'm going to be an ass and see if you tear your 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 injury. No, you don't. Um, okay. But you don't. <laughs> you see, repair it, then I'll stop and I'll repair and move <laughs> so, on. But you, you do you are you do feel like you're you're outpacing them, but you look over your shoulder a couple of times and you see um you don't you stop, you think, you, you like extend your senses out and you listen. Um and you can hear that you are being pursued. Um, but maybe not as close quarters as you were before. Obviously they've got to be able to pick up your tracks uh, in the dark, which is difficult. But anyway, we fade, we faded back towards the camp and um our uh, death or series of death matches that were taking place. Um, the quarry, the atmosphere in the quarry appears to be quite heightened and everybody's um, excited about what's going on and the first fight comes up and I'm just going to roll randomly to see who wins between uh, uh, my pay and his uh, opponent. Come on, my pay! My pay! Um, my, my, pay. pay. my pay wins. Uh, Yay! Um, Give me my seven gold. Pay, uh, my pay, my pay uh, <laughs> finds himself up against um, some guy that, that, that he's um, a guardsman of some sort, um, and you know, certainly like a, a martial person like Thavar. Um, the fight goes on for a while. My pay decides to use uh, uh, a couple of sides disarms him at one point, um, and between a, like a, a, a flurry of blows, a, a couple of kicks to the legs, um, my pay kind of focuses on his leg originally. His, his combat style is to, to parry a lot and um, fight quite defensively and then uh, when he can kick out uh, aiming at the, like, the, the guy's um, left leg um, to the point uh, once my pay gets him immobilized so that he can't move around and he can't, you know, my pay kind of do, darts in and out 
striking, moving around, and like using his more um, agile movement and, um, uh, to his advantage until he wears the guy down. Um, goes on for a little while, but it appears to be a very effective style of fighting. Um, Maipei takes a couple of cuts, um, but eventually Maipei wins with a strike which catches the guy in the throat. Um, 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 Eric the, will immediately go and see the guy that he put the bet with. Yep. Uh, and go and co collect his seven gold. Uh, yep. Um, you, you, you win your, your seven crowns. Um, and then <laughs> next up we have... Uh, You've won your freedom. I have won my freedom, literally. <laughs> Harper versus the bar. We have the, the second fight, and as the, the voices are, are, are called out, Morgan Harper is called out, and he's a, a stocky man. He's maybe about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but well-built, live, athletic. He's got um, a chainmail shirt on with a breastplate over the top, a shield, um, a long sword, which he appears to wield very well. And then when the... When the his, his combatant is called up. Like, how are you instinctively step forward? And the, the, the announcer, our, our MD, calls out, Granite! And Granite what? But pushes his way oh, through oh. Um, into the arena. Um, he, looks yeah. at you, he looks at you quite solemnly as he passes, like his head's down, but you do catch eyes with him, and the fight takes place. Um, Granite. Um, isn't armored, but it does have like a, a small door as a shield um, and uh, a, a large club. Um, it's got a number of uh, like large nails rammed through it. Um, it's his preferred weapon. Um, the fight goes for fight uh, ebbs and flows. Granite fights quite defensively. One thing you pick up about this Morgan Harper, he's a very cunning and a very precise combatant. Um, this his first series of strikes and attacks. Um, manages to get past um, Granite Shield um, and the blows are, are really dangerous. There are uh, Granite catches him solidly in the body. Um, there's an exhale and you can see a little bit of blood through him. I think he may have cracked a few ribs, um, done some damage there. Uh, but eventually uh, Harper manages to, to immobilize Granite's shield arm and from there he switches tack. He goes quite defensive um, and eventually, Harper comes out on top. Um, Granite, fighting, fighting to his best, goes into a wild rage, knowing that um, Harper appears to be certainly a lot more tactical and a lot more precise than Granite is. Um, swings out for him. Uh, Harper parries the blow, catches him with a, a riposte um, up under the jaw and up into Granite's brain. Ending the fight. I will. And there's chairs for silently him. pray for him. There's I'm chairs for. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say, am, am I near for all? Um, no, because you and because um, they're over by the, the fighter section, um, okay. and you and Saran will be close to it, but not not nearer you're probably about to I'll, I'll walk if, if, if i can see her i i will give her like a solemn look and i'm not cheering for this i'm just gonna like try and make eye contact mm -hmm. i'll walk over to tava then one thing you do notice um eric is uh corporal jenkins comes over and collects a large purse of money from one of the 
uh, bookies and takes it back towards uh, Sergeant Matters. That on the other guy. Okay. Um, where do they leave the large money pouch? Um, it's guarded by. Um, so they, they collect all the. They collect everything, and there's a, a large chest, um, which is pretty much on the, the front of the, the stage, where the warden and everybody else is, and the, his <clears throat> guest and his two guards. And it's surrounded by. This is a, a place with a number of inmates, uh, mm. a number of guardsmen from both sides. Is it? Uh, is it closed and locked, or is it left open? Well, they, they, well, so they open it and close it. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Terrible, terrible uh, idea. Whatever you're thinking, stop thinking it. Just don't, don't even. I'm sorry, Tharva. He was a good man. Mm -hmm. Okay. He, um, he's back from his crates, you know. He was brave. And audible. But as they as they um, drag um, Granite's body from the arena, um, he just quite unsummarily dumped him behind the wagon um, that uh, that is just off by uh, your your fighters section. Um, Matters doesn't appear to be overly upset. There's no real concern. Um, Anthony, if anything, he's in quite a good mood. Um, then next up, the announce them. They call out Thavar the Caridian. I swallow my tears and I walk forward. You've got this. And you, um, then, then, then they call out Zaran. Um, and Zaran comes forward. Um, he appears to be a forsaken of some sort. Oh, uh, <laughs> one of the guys with a number of tattoos. Okay. Uh, no, Eric, there were no rules. It was a fight to the death. And oh. you mute, you muted Eric, so we yeah. can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> excellent in that case. <laughs> okay. okay. So, um, um, as you come in, uh, we go into um, initiative. Um, we'll start off, right, the guy just eyes you up, and we'll cool. go straight into initiative. The, the fight's announced, and the announcer calls, fight! That's back out of the way, and straight into uh, I would also like to roll initiative. Go for it, go for it. Just you want to get involved with go. this shit? I involved. Okay, to roll, roll, roll initiative. Yeah, sorry, I was just double checking my uh my stats, so. Oh. <laughs> um, I am going to hold my action. Um, and and what, what what not action, hold your turn. Yeah, sorry, yeah, hold my turn. Um so I'm going to wait until um the uh, sorry, what was the name of the opponent? Zaran. Uh, until Zaran goes to hit Saba. At okay. which point um, I would like to cast an, an illusioned mage hand to try and uh, is this the blow. Uh, arcane or sorcery? Um, we'll say sorcery. Um, so, um, my uh, but basically, I'm going to be using minor illusion mixed with mage hand to make it invisible so that um, I can interfere. 
or attempt to anyway. Okay, and what are you going to get the mage hand to do? Uh, basically, pull on the pull, pull on the weapon to give him a disadvantage or to okay. Fair stop enough. him from hitting Baba. Okay. Um, so, um, what was your initiative, Baba? Uh, Fourteen. Okay, you're you're going first. So, go. Um, I will try to engage. Okay, so you don't try to engage. You are skilled okay. at it now, so you do engage. I am now. So you right. move forward I'll using your bonus action to engage. Using my bonus action to engage, and I will try and attack with my battle axe. So okay, roll the hit. He's not going to parry. Okay. Eleven. So you take a swing, and um, he's quite agile because he's not wearing any armor. You take a swing, and just kind of backs out the side, and just swishes across his front. Um, he's going, and it's his turn. Um, and it's obviously going to attack you. I'd like to parry. Okay, you would like to parry. Um, yes. Eric, make a sorcery check. Um, it will be, um, it will be, uh, which type of sorcery check? A... One of those, uh, DC mm -hmm. 14. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. You, you try to oh. you try to manifest and summon your uh, summon your will. Um, you sense what you're doing. You know the, the types of spell. <laughs> you're not quite able to, so you've got eight point of fatigue. Shit. Yep. Oh. Um, and so he's going to roll a hit. Fumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you, yeah, you fumbled your parry. Oh dear. I did. I'm not you one. You you are the luck sink today, Ian. You are the luck sink. <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with the parry after he's hit. Um, he's hitting you with. He's got two hand axes in his hands. Cool. Um, so what, the, blow, the blow hits you in the body, dealing. Uh, what's what's the AC? Um, right, he rolled fourteen twenty-one. Fourteen and a twenty-one. Fourteen plus seven is ah. twenty-one. Um, okay. So, that's why I didn't. No, because I knew he'd hit you because he was certainly not in AC20. <laughs> um, so he hit you in the body for uh, five, five, seven points of slashing damage. And he's going to take a uh, swing with his offhand as well. Um, 10 plus 7 is uh, 17. Ooh, one of them. I've got 16. Okay, um, so he hits you in the right arm doing... Uh, uh, seven points of damage again. <laughs> Got that. Ow. And that puts it into uh, an ocean. Oh, God. Uh, initiative? Okay. Yep. Uh, oh, sorry, that should be 20, actually. Mm -hmm. 20. Okay, so 20 plus. Remember, Eric, do you, do you have a plus one initiative bonus for being level one? Yes. No, no, I do. Um, but I only have plus two. Oh, wait, no. I do have plus three. So, no, it is 21. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, hmm. um, so I'm going to... I'm going to attempt the same thing again. Okay. Using sorcery? 
Uh, so I'll uh, I'll um I'll hold hold until he yep. goes to attack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Thamar. I will with my action. I'll attack him with my battle axe. Okay. Uh, he'll try and parry this one. Fourteen. That will not pass on a parry. Fourteen. It's a hit. Yes. Uh, so I get. And that's his armor class. D eight plus strength plus one. Twelve damage. Oh. On... Ouch. Where? I'm just looking. Oh. Oh. On your head. On the head. To the head. That hurt. So you take a very solid blow to the head. Um, you certainly rip open one side of his scalp. Um, like Handran has kind of got a bold head, but just sort of deep gash in his scalp, and blood dribbles down his face and through his eyes, um, and kind of wobbles a little bit on his feet, but he's still standing. Sweet. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to try and bite him. Okay. Uh, okay. Roll ahead. One second. This is not. <laughs> Thirteen. That's a miss. Ah, so we know 14. Okay. Yep. Okay, so um, he's going to uh, respond by trying to whack the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. um, and... Oh, oh no, not one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, two, uh, that's two levels of cheek, Eric. Yep. Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> minus, minus two to sorcery checks. Yep. Actually, oh, natural one. Yeah. That's feedback. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Natural one. Eric, stop trying to help. Um, you, uh, the as you attempt to summon your will to try to manifest this thing, you focus on the energies and you understand how the arcane magics type work. But as you're trying to force your will into into it, something that you've never experienced before, and obviously you've got a, a bit of a headache. Um, universe pushes you, you. You feel your will kind of snap out of control and spiral off in different directions. Mm. Um, can you roll a D100 for me? Oh, God. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a very small amount. Yeah. No, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Because you weren't trying anything physical, it was all like a mental application. Um, you feel the, you know, your, your mind like snap off in different uh, directions, and then all of a sudden you, you feel your wheel real recoil back onto you, and you suffer. That's going to hurt. Um, oh Fourteen points of psychic damage. Uh, yeah, I'm unconscious. <laughs> Do I see that that he's gone unconscious? Well, right, yeah, everyone sees it because like Eric's like standing around at the front cheering everybody on, and he kind of goes quiet for a little bit. As, as Sorcerers don't have components, they don't have somatic or verbal components. They're just gathering in the world. Obviously, Bartold might know that someone's <laughs> trying to summon their will, but Eric just standing at the side, like his eyes just roll up in his head. Blood <laughs> kind of dribbles from his eyes, his ears, and his nose, and he collapses over the railing and into his foot. And there's cheering, so <laughs> cheering, and, cheering and fighting and stuff going on. Um, but everyone's more focused on it. A couple of guys who are close to, um, that, oh my god, uh, what the hell? To, to Eric, I um, fainted at the blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kader, Apparently, yeah, pretty much. So some of them just like looking. Kader, you see the two uh, Daishi, 
like one clawed hand and one like dark stained hand, reach out and they start pulling Eric into the crowd. I'm gonna, as soon as I can roll for initiative, I'm gonna roll for initiative, okay? I'm ready for, Eric, you're so stressful, so just fucking hell. Jesus, what day? Okay, I'll get on to my forsaken trying to batter. Are you gonna parry it? I'm not gonna risk it. No, Not this uh, time. Fair enough. So he's going to take two swings. Oh, great. Uh, one's one's a three, but I have a house rule that um, if you roll both the dice at the same time, and one is a natural one, and the natural one comes off first. So um, he fumbled. Yay! <laughs> Whoa, it's a range weapon. Hit himself fumbled. in the head. So yeah, pretty much, pretty much my rolls are going from uh, natural twenty to uh, natural one. So weapon Good. fumbled table. Keep it on that track. Uh oops a daisy, you lose your footing and you perform a near perfect split. Shame it going with such a maneuver. Make a DC fifteen acrobatics check. Oh, no. Okay, that will yeah, right. right that'll be a fail. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to heal that. And he is on stuff in the quarry. Um, he kind of lunges at you, like one leg goes what and, and kind of slips on some mud and literally goes, Oops! and there's oh. a, there's a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of a little unsteady on his feet at the moment, and he's suffering from the unsteady condition, uh, which for viewers means that um, his decks is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he's got minus four to hit with uh, finesse and ranged weapons um, and some other things. Um, we'll read it out for the viewers and for those listening on the podcast. My conditions up. Right, so yeah, uh, come on. Just takes forever changing sides. Anyway, we'll get on with the fight. So yeah, he's fumbled and unsteady, so that puts us into initiative. Um, he's going for actually no he might have a negative to his initiative because he's unsteady but he wrote a 19 uh, so that puts it Eric yeah you know I was getting dragged off by, yeah, a couple thing, of, Eric. by <laughs> he, he might be seven gold lighter by the end of this <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not the gold I'm worried about, if I'm honest with you. It's yeah. really <laughs> Well, well, if you do save yeah, him, okay, you'd so be yeah, unsteady, An unsteady <laughs> creature suffers minus two to attack rolls with ranged and finesse weapons. An unsteady creature deals half damage with ranged and finesse weapons. An unsteady creature is denied its dexterity bonus to its armor class. That's a whole one. Um, <laughs> and an unsteady creature suffers a minus four disadvantage to dexterity checks and saving throws. Yeah, so, um, yeah, if you can make him make dex checks, <laughs> he's fucked. <laughs> um, so yeah, initiative uh, twenty plus fifteen plus seventeen. Seventeen. You're going first, Thavar. See, uh, Balax. And he's going to try and parry. Twenty-four. Uh, yeah, you, you hit him, and he certainly didn't parry. Um, <laughs> well, the hit. That was a good hit. Uh, so that's seven damage. Wrong, wrong damn thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> Seven damage. Uh, that would be the body. the body. Okay. 
and again I'd like to try and bite him with a bonus action. No. Oh. That's a fumble with my own bite. At least you can't. At least you can't lose my that. Fumble table, <laughs> my fumble table. My table on overdrive. <laughs> uh, roll a d20, please, Bubble. Roll a d20. Natural fumble table. Nine. I don't think we've seen this one yet. Okay, Not natural weapons, no. No. Okay. Um. Uh, you can roll your own damage. Um, <laughs> okay. Can you roll uh, 1d4, please? 1d4. Ah! Ah! Oh, one damage! <laughs> yes, you take one point of damage to the head and you have one level of beating if you've just bitten your own tongue. Oh! Ouch. <laughs> if you bleed out from biting your tongue, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I, will, I will laugh. I'm not going to lie. No, no, you won't. You're unconscious. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. You're probably about to get fucked yourself, so... Yeah. Uh, I think you're be... getting sacrificed for the um, mob. Right. Uh, that's 15 plus, 10 plus, 5 plus... 6. He's on 9. Oh. Um, so he's going to take two swings at Thavar. He's going to try and parry first the second one. Uh, I would like to parry the second one. Okay. Um, so, first one... Uh, is a six plus seven is thirteen, which will miss. Yes. Second one is your parry, so roll your parry attempt. I try to find the thing. He's rolled a thirteen plus seven, which is twenty. Eleven. Eleven. So you failed to parry, so the blade did normally. He doesn't have his yeah. dex, though. It might. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, that he, one. <laughs> he's not using his dex. So he he's not using his dex. He's going to head for. Uh, seven points of damage. Seven is his lucky number, apparently. Okay, hold on. Is that his half his damage, or is it? No, he's unsteady, not weakened. Uh, and he's not yeah. using finesse weapons, he's using strength. Oh, yeah, it's not. Strength, yeah. yeah. Dif different ones. <laughs> yeah. Too many to remember. <laughs> he's got um, battle axes. No, yeah. they're hand axes. Hand oh, axes. Hand axes. Okay. But even if he was using Ow. short swords, you could still use his strength for it. Yeah. He's not a very dexterous man, he's a very strong one. So, right. uh, we're in Kada. Uh, okay, um, how far away am I to the Doshi and Eric? Uh, you're probably about 60 feet away. Oh, God. Um, and, and there's a lot of people between you and him. Yeah, I'm going to have to push through. Before I head off, I'm just going to turn around and be like, uh, something's wrong with Eric. And then I'm just going to push through the crowd as fast as I can to get to them. She doesn't reply. He just smiles and watches you go. Oh. I'm taking a healing kit with she me, knows. by the way. I like. I'm assuming I was just holding one the whole time, no, you've anyway. Got, you've got a satchel full of them. Oh yeah, yeah, the five healing kits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so that's it. We're, we're into initiative. Um, at the end of the round, Eric's little legs have disappeared off into the crowd, um, <laughs> and someone appears to be dragging the the fainting Ellie and R away. Um, uh, so, initiative. Four. <laughs> Natural one, for uh, God's sakes. Wonderful. <laughs> At least it's that and not. 20 plus, 15 plus, Kato. Uh, 15, yes. So, I'm still going to just run after them as fast as I possibly okay, as can. You, as, you, as you push through, you can just see them pulling, um, or actually, you haven't really see them pulling up, but you see Eric's body just lying on the floor um, outside of the 
uh, ring of um, spectators. Okay. Are there any Daishi with him or? Nope. Okay. Um... He's lying face down. Yay. Oh, God. Um, oh, I, can only, I can only do one spell and he looks really fucked. So I'm going to go in as close to him as possible and I'm going to like maybe make it look like I'm. There's a lot, you... of, noise, there's a lot of noise going on. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, at this point, I'm still really like self-conscious about it. So I'm going to maybe make it look like I'm using a bomb, but I'm actually going to be doing some spiritual healing and like chanting. Okay, like so, so, yeah, you got a deception of six. That's kind of enough. Can you know? Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're waving your arms around and screaming and shouting and going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> a little, little like, hey, Garika, sort my buddy out, please. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, um, you, you tap Eric on the noggin, I assume. I'll um, give him a, a like there's blood like it's come from his eyes and his nose and his ears. I'll place um, both my hands like around his face. Yeah. And as soon as he wakes up, just for the record, I'm flicking him in the forehead. <laughs> yeah. I'm not thinking about it, but I will flick him in the forehead as soon as he's conscious. Okay. So one D eight plus your wisdom. Uh, as you cast your your first spell on somebody else that wasn't your teacher. Yes. Ooh. Uh yeah, so eight you feel energy flowing into you. Um, does that wake you up? It does wake me up, yeah. Okay, so I you hard in the forehead, right in the middle, right. Mm. <laughs> Ow, what was that for? You owe me two gold. No, you suddenly that. find yourself lying on your back in a puddle of mud. You're, you're drenched in mud, um, and you're on the outside of the. Um, Spectator arena. Two gold, two new compensation. And I'm going to just pick him up and try and drag him back to Saran if I can. <laughs> uh, he's, he's not going to resist. He's just like, what, what, so what happened to me? I'm not responding. I'm just dragging him to Saran. <laughs> okay. So back to. Uh, Barbara, you rolled a natural one, but you're going first because you rolled a two and has a dex of one and makes it three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh let's let's see if I can hit this guy. <laughs> Max. Not Dex, the wisdom of one, sorry. Which makes it three. Seventeen to hit. Yes, that's a hit. Oh, and where did you hit him? Hit him in the head. Uh, <laughs> that one. That one. Oh. Uh, body. In the body. How much damage? Uh that is twelve Ooh. damage. Ouch. How do you keep doing this? That hurts. Okay. Um, <laughs> he goes next. He's going to take a couple. Uh, of I would like to use my bonus action to try and bite him again. Okay, go for it. Rolling that one again. And then you tried. Nineteen. That's Yay. a hit. Where did you hit him? Where did you bite him? Oh, by the uh, way, Actually, we haven't got there yet. So. I, I'll, I'll get. Yeah, seven damage. Two. Was, I, I hit him and wait. Okay, that would have to be a claw to the right leg. Okay, so yeah, there you go. Kind of, no, you can't because you've got a shield in one hand and a. Hammer in the other, so it would have to be both. Can it not be my foot? Oh, yeah, one day because you don't have claws on your feet. But no, yeah, um, so yeah, you well, say that left leg, so you bite him on the uh, right leg, so you bit him on the right arm. Okay, okay, so doing how much damage? Uh, it's a d4 plus, I think. Your strength, yeah, so that's oh. eight damage. Oh. So that's a nasty bite. Okay. Uh, yep. 
So you, you're kind of fighting his arm as it swung past you, trying to leech out. You've got to, the, the arm that you use to try and parry your blow. Um, you just kind of lashed out and bit at it. So he's got this massive chunk missing out of his uh, forearm. Um, and he's kind of flopping and he's like snarling and he's really, really angry. Um, so, uh, oh Christ. Um, it's his go. So he's going to take a sh- two swings at you. Mm-hmm. The parry one? Parry the first one. Okay, so first one is uh, a major parry roll. Eleven. Okay, um, he got ten. Roll a three plus seven is ten, which misses your armor class, which gives you a uh, repulse. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, does, it, does that mean I have to roll to hit? I can never yes, remember. Yes, you've got to roll to hit. You basically have an okay. attack of opportunity. Okay. No! <laughs> and you fumbled again. Awesome, superb. It was, going well. it was going way I hate too this well. machine. I hate this machine so much. <laughs> can you roll another D20, please? Uh, I just want to apologize. No. I feel like <laughs> it, it is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's, gotta be, it's gotta be your fault. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Light wound. Uh, can you make a Constitution saving throw? DC fifteen, please. Cons. I've got advantage for that. Is oh, no way. What? We've got proficiency. Proficiency. Now, so you should have proficiency in that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So your Constitution bonus. Plus your proficiency bonuses is one. Fourteen. Oh, just missed. Okay, um, torn hamstring. Uh, you basically overstretch. You you rip your you you rip your hammy. Uh, your movement rate is halved. You use your dexterity uh, bonus to your armor class, um, and you cannot make attacks of opportunity. And you have a minus two bonus to initiative roll. Damn. So you, you kind of overreached, tearing your, tearing your ham, almost tearing your hamstring off the bone. Um, Ouch! Basically, uh, like a snarl and a hiss. Um, and she's going to make his second attack, which is a two on a dice, so that'll be a miss. <sighs> um, initiative. <laughs> Great five. I'm not freaking rolled over. <laughs> That's a good thing for us. 16. Uh, okay, uh, 20 plus, 15 plus, 16 Favar. Yeah, let's, hold on, I'm working things out now. Oh no, it's still fine. No, wait, 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 minus two to attacks, right? Yep. Eh. No, minus two to initiative roll, not attacks. Oh, initiative roll. Yeah, the five would have missed anyway. Okay, um, it would have been well, ten, but okay. Yeah, it was a miss. So, um, Kato, you're not four nine, are you? You're on six. Six, yeah. yeah. Can I use okay, my so bonus attack anyway? I'll try my can. bonus attack. Go, go for it. Because it's not my hamstring. Does that help? Um, one, no, yeah, it's not stopping you because he's not like moved away or run away. You basically come together and you've just gone hammer and tongs at each other. No style, no finesse. It wasn't like moving around and uh, tactical and strategic, like um, uh, Harper versus Granite and stuff like that. This is just two idiots running at each other and just flailing away. 
Well, I thought like I really do. Um, I'm just wondering because the minus two to attack. That's just my. Is that just my axe? Um, minus two to. No, minus two. Uh, to you lose your dex bonus to your armor class. And yeah. You've got minus two to initiative rolls, not to attack rolls. Right. Just got roll normally. Eight Four, again. Miss. Okay. Um, so that's you done. So him. Uh, you're gonna attempt to parry. Oh, by the way, um, dare I even try? Oh, sorry, there's been two rounds. Can you roll two d six for me, please? Uh, I'm probably down then. Got to you bleed. Could this be the first player death? I suspect so. We're rooting for you. No, you're not. <laughs> seven to what? My mouth? You're ho no, you're seven whole. total. From your whole health pool. Ignore body parts. Mm -hmm. Ignore yeah. body parts. It just comes out of your total health. Because when you bleed, it doesn't come from a location. It comes from your, your overall endurance, your, your total hit points. Okay. Bleed out from biting your tongue. Are you still standing? Yeah. Okay. Somehow. <laughs> Because um, I keep hitting myself. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. 14. <laughs> Did you say yeah. what? Four, AC 14. Is that a hit? I have AC 14. Right now, 15 minus 2 for your dex bonus because you only have a max of 2. Plus my shields, which is 1. So you've got 10 plus your shield, which is 2. 12. Plus your. Plus my breastplate, which is 4. 16. Plus one natural armor for being a Caridian, which is 17. Oh, I didn't know I had that. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't have natural armor, but you get... You he get gets it from his legionnaire. You, you do get a yeah, plus one for being a legionnaire. So you should be in, like, AC 19. But so you take your dex bonus off, you should be in AC 17 at the moment. Uh, okay. So you know you said you went AC 17? <laughs> Um, and he will miss both. Thank God. <laughs> so you're in oh, wait, wait. Then. Wait, 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 wait. Jada. Jada. Six. Hello, yeah. my super high roll of six. Okay. Um, You've just got Eric dragged back to um, Saren. Yeah. Um, so, basically, did you say he was bleeding from his eyes or his ears? Um, yeah, from all over, but... You're, you're a little bit of spiritual healing appears to have like stopped it. He's not bleeding, bleeding. It's just like some. They blood. all have blood there. Yeah. 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 Like, there's a little bit of blood out my eye. And so, nose. <laughs> not at all gently. I'm gonna be trying to like clean the blood off. Poking your, poking your. I am like really. Well, you know, it. you know, with a family relative like your grandma, like. Yeah. I'm pressing in like mm, bleeding from your face. What caused that? <laughs> Nothing called thing. It just happened. Oh, it just happened, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, Kaden, more and more. And that's my turn. Okay. Um, he is telling nothing. See if we can get this fight finally over. Oh, great. It's taking ages. Hopefully, Moose has got back by the time it's up. Mine's done. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone take laps together. Moose has managed to make it all the way back to Sorat. <laughs> Twenty. Oh, yeah, twenty-five. Twenty. You'll go first. Okay, let's see if I can fucking hit this guy. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. 
15. That's a hit. Sweet. Roll for damage. Uh, hold on, I will hit him where? I'll hit him in the head! Oh, oh, oh. He only had one hit point to his head. Thank oh, God! <laughs> so, roll for damage to see if you do it in style. It was more I will find out. Compared to the skill and finesse of other fights, this is more of a comedy of errors. <laughs> it is, but it's fine. Six damage. Okay, so you do six damage. You hit him solidly in the head, um, and his eyes roll up instead, and he collapses on the floor. Um, and you are finish him in the stage. The guy in his sleek black silk like suit and short, had a really deep, gruff voice. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna nod to him. I'm gonna <laughs> mentally just go. I hate this so much. He, but this is for granite, and then I'm gonna rip his throat out with my claws. He yeah. is vulnerable, so you can cue the gram and you rip his throat out. Nice. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> and there's a random pause. I'll probably take another d6 of damage. A gentle golf clap. Yep. <laughs> a few boos for the people who are tossing away their betting slips. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, um, actually, talking of that, I'll check my uh, check my gold pouch. Uh, what gold pouch? Yeah. In fact, um, anything you had on anything you had on your person apart from your clothes is gone. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I literally had nothing on my person other than five gold, which I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And your 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 betting slip is gone for the Pavar yeah. fight. Um, I uh, did I bet on Pavar? Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Oh, you I, did. I actually forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then tossed out the back. <laughs> that, I mean, you means you've got more debt to work off. You're staying behind when we all leave. <laughs> That's what you get when you're trying to rig a fight. <laughs> I didn't. Because you did okay. fuck all. Um, with Favor leaving, um, yeah, um, you are bleeding. Um, I'm bleeding. Uh, uh, Saran kind of rushes up to you, noticing that you're a bit, huh. bit wobbly on your feet. Um, yeah. Little poultice inside your your mouth, with, uh, an anti uh, anticoagulant to kind of stop it, from, uh, a coagulant even to stop it from you from bleeding, and you're ushered back, um, and you're given uh, like a couple of patients and stuff, and you recover. Uh, uh, 14, 15 hit points. Fifteen hit points. Okay, nice. uh, the next fight called up is um, Mortem's. Uh, so, Morton, you're up against um, the guy that walks forward. He's got like a chainmail hauberk on. Um, I didn't he's die. Got, um, <laughs> he's got uh, like a, a battle axe in his main hand, a hand axe in the other. Um, he's got a like braided hair, like, blue paint, road paint on, on his face, like stripes across his face. Um, he certainly looks like a Northman of, of some sort. Um, and as I walk out, I'm going to turn to Hanjum and go, angry. <laughs> You're going to need it. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, this is running out the natural cause. And on our next slide, we have, I completely forgot what I called him. Um, we have um, Morton versus the Northman. Um, fight. Finish it. Six. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, right, uh, 
so he's going to go first. Um, he rolled seven. Uh, <laughs> um, and he goes first, he just looks at you, no style, no finesse, and just charges at you. Um, and just charges running in and starts screaming something in um, his native tongue that you don't quite understand. I'm going to swing and, out at him as he gets and, in within yeah. my 10 feet and range. And as, as he gets closer, you get your attack opportunity, but you see his eyes have gone blood red and his face uh, between the woad has gone red at hand. He has most definitely gone into a rage. Uh, 17. 17 to hit. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, nine points of damage. Yep. To the uh, straight to the left leg. Left, left leg. So that will be four points of damage because she's angry. To the left leg. And then I'm going to scream back at him mm -hmm. as he's running at me. Four. Okay. Um, as he can run in, he takes a swipe at you with his battle axe. Um, that will be. 12. Nope. And then a swing with his um, hand axe, which will be a 24, no, 25. So I dodged the first one, and um, I'm unfortunately right in the way for the second one. 24, <laughs> so he hits you in the body squarely with his hand axe, doing ooh, uh, 12 points of damage. Squarely in the body? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done. I'm, I'm going to scream back at him and swing at him. Okay. Nat 20. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, roll a d20, please, sir. Oh. 17. Oh, Christ, that's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Down him in one. <laughs> Not quite. Grievous room, blow clatters into the creature's jaw, knocking out 1d6 teeth as you kind of catch him square. Not so much with the... You kind of ring down on the shaft and catch him with the, the blade and chin. Uh, he loses ooh, five teeth as, they kind of, as you hit him in the chin. His teeth fly out as a ooh from the crowd. Um, breaking the creature's jaw, creature cannot speak, perform verbal spell components until the injury is healed. Um, um, speak in magic. Uh, or is healed, healed naturally or is healed by magical means. Uh, how much damage did he do? Uh, eight points of... Times double, which is 16 half because he's raging, so he did eight points of eight. damage to his head. I did the exact one man I rolled on. Yep. He did eight <laughs> points of damage to his head, but he has got a broken jewel, so he can't cast spells. He's <laughs> <Very laughs> so going to cast spells in a rage. Um, <laughs> I am then going to. Can I use my bonus action to do anything? Um, You're going to a rage. <laughs> I wish. I yeah, fucking not yet, wish. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> he doesn't get yeah. that till later. Um, can I try and headbutt him? Um, probably no. there's not much you can do apart from maybe attack to disengage and sneak away. That's a good idea. Would give you an attack of opportunity out. When he comes back again. He also yeah. gives me one. So I'm going to stand there and scream at him. <laughs> he, he, he attempts to scream back, but it's more of a. Oh! <laughs> I'm just going to scream even louder at him. Okay, initiative. Mm, great. Seven. Um, maybe. Uh, 
15. You're going first, Mormon. <laughs> I'm going to swing at him. Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he's going seven. He's going to swing at his Batlax first. And I'm going to try and repost that. You're going to try and parry his Batlax? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Oh, great. Is it just uh, it's attack, isn't it? Yes, yeah, straightforward attack. What a page attack roll. Uh, uh, 14. Um, you win. He rolled a two on the dice, which gave him a total of nine, so you missed your armor class. So you do have an attack for opportunity, a repost, a rolled hit. Uh, 13. Um, is a miss. So you, you kind of swing out with the butt of your um, halberd, uh, but it just kind of glances off of his, his chainmail. And he's going to swing at his hand axe. Six plus three is seven plus is thirteen. Nope. Is this? So he's done. Um, initiative. Um, if you thought Favar versus um, <laughs> Favar's fight was no style and finesse, this one is just absolutely, absolutely nothing. They're just wailing on each other. Eight. Uh, so yeah, uh, he rolled an, uh, a ten. So he's going first. I'm going to. Um, Harry? Parry the Batlax. Yeah. Um, okay. Ian, sorry, question. Um, yep. Do I uh, have only one level of exhaustion or do I have more? What? Do I have one level of exhaustion or do I have no, more? Uh, you've failed twice because um, you had feedback. Um, that's an alternate two levels. So you've got three levels of fatigue. Okay, so you, cool. So you're currently at minus four to any sorcery check. Okay, no worries. I just thought I'd double check that. Yep. For the record, if you bring it up, I just flick you in the head. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not doing anything. I just yeah, I'm going to repost that battle axe. Okay. Um, 24? Yeah, you win. He got a 12, so you didn't miss your armor class, so you get a repost. Uh, I need to swing to hit, don't I? Yep. Again. Yeah. Uh, 19. That's a hit. Where are you hit? Where are you hit? I am going to hit him for 14. 7. <laughs> Uh, in the... uh, in that maybe uh, in the same leg I hit before. Left leg. <laughs> yeah, back into the left leg. Okay. Um. So you hit him. His left leg kind of is buckling a little bit. He's kind of even though he's putting weight on it, but he's kind of a little ginger on ginger on his left leg. Um, oh. He's still, support, still supporting his leg, <laughs> supporting his weight, but he's he's a little gin, walking a bit gingerly on it. Um, initiative. No, actually, yeah, because you went first, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, so... He, yeah, he's, got, he's got his second attack, because yeah, I yeah, lost the so, first one. Yep, yeah, so he's going to swing his... Oh, that'd be a 1926. Uh, I think that might hit me. Oh. And he hits you in the body, doing 10 points of slashing damage, hacking you with his battle his uh, hand axe. Fuck. Um, initiative. <laughs> 14. So you go first. Hit him. Don't die! Hit him very hard. Uh, what do you think I'm trying to do? <laughs> Rage! 15. 15 is a hit. He's got a 15. Thirteen. Seven points of damage. Where? No, six points of damage. In the body. No. Oh gosh. I am going 
to okay. attempt to move te- uh, about 15 feet further away from him. Disengage? Yeah, but I'm not <laughs> disengaging. <laughs> I can't. Nah, he's, he's a one of the mental types that don't do engage and disengage. No. Um, <laughs> so he's going to take his attack opportunity because he, he, he parrying just doesn't happen for this guy. Um, doesn't do it. Doesn't happen for me either. <laughs> oh dear, um... Nat 20! Yes, that'd be another natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. You got a second character ready. I, in fact, have a one written up already. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he, came pre- he, he came prepared. Uh, yes. Slash and crit. 14 grievous wound. Your cut strikes deep into the muscle tissue, tearing through to the bone. Creature suffers severe bleeding, so you've got three levels of bleeding, and minus four in your next initiative roll. Oh. And you Good take, luck with that. Um... Yeah, Morton looks like he's not long for this world. Uh, <laughs> so he, he, yeah, where did he catch you? Uh, no, he didn't say. So yeah, he caught you in the right arm. And yeah. you took uh, 11 points of damage to the right arm. Uh, oh, phew. Oh, I'm just thinking. I would have been screwed if I wasn't level one. I'm now level one. I am fine. <laughs> I'm <Is that>, fine. <laughs> I am Fine. Your, I left, only have one left, hit point remaining, but I'm fine. Yeah, I, uh, it, it's intact. <laughs> is, your, is, your, is your left arm functional? Yes. Okay, good. Um, good. He only has yeah, one hit point remaining. Remember, you're at minus four to your initiative roll. Oh, Jesus. And you have three levels of bleeding. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what's scary. 3D. Uh, not 20. <laughs> That's good. But 16. Initiative. Um, you're first. 20. You're first. You must kill him. <laughs> Get him now. <laughs> I am going to take step five feet further forward. Okay. And hit him. So, you, so you're stepping within his threat range? Well, no, I've got ten feet. Okay. I've got so the glaive. You, yeah, yeah you, you, you staggered back with the blow because you were moving back when he hit you. Okay, um, yeah. so roll the hit. Uh, eight. Is a miss. I'm going to take a step back. Okay. And I am just going to be there, waiting. And he's going to charge at you, so you can uh, have your attack opportunity if he enters your threat range. Uh, 12. No. Missed. Um, so, oh, um, at, and, uh, sorry, but at the end of your turn, can you roll 3d6, please? Oh, God. As, you, as your... Um, injured arm um, bleeds profusely. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> that's enough to make you fall over? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you see, like, um, as, you, as you kind of step back, um, Morton kind of went a bit wobbly and kind of starts pitching over backwards into the into the mud um and as you come running forward the uh, sorry rob <laughs> the, oh dear um the northman comes running up uh, jumps up in the air swings his axe down crack cracks his skull open 
I was I was gonna say, is there any chance of me trying to you can use sorcery, you can use sorcery as a reaction, but right in which in which so case just um, eight to the roll. Yeah, uh well all all I'm gonna do is try to manifest um a um mage hand to just punch the barbarian in the face basically with sorcery. Okay. Um, so, did you say minus eight? Yes. Okay, so... There's an intelligence one. Don't, on. don't fuck up. Please don't fuck up. Come on. I mean, is there any way that I can age your sorcery powers? No, not even in slightest. Uh, right. Come on, nat 20, nat 20. 15! That's enough! <laughs> that's enough. I know that's enough! <laughs> okay, um, let me... So... As he brings it down, it's just coming down, he kind of misses, and the axe lands thud solidly right on his side. He doesn't quite understand, you don't see anything manifest. But as his arms come down, it's just his arm, his axe comes back, like it's come, it just kind of, in the last second, like moves as if he's been pushed slightly, um, and the axe thuds into the, um, it squelches into the mud next to Morton's head. Um, initiative. Fuck. <laughs> Pretty sure Morton's just on the ground I, right I now. Morton's probably dead, but I'm trying. Well, he's currently got four levels of bleeding, three from his injury and one for yeah, yeah, being yeah. Morton's just dead anyway. <laughs> Morton's I'm dead. not dead yet. We'll, 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 I'm we'll only bleeding out. To hit double my thingy. We'll, That's we'll, fine. We'll see who reacts. Okay, initiative. Uh, tw 20. Not 20. Um, okay, so... Um, do... Uh, no, I don't. You said everything has gone apart from my clothing. Um, so I've still got a manifested mage hand currently. Uh, yep. Yeah. Or you're, you're, mage you're hand, still, rather. Mm. It's, an um, it's an invisible mage hand. Oh, is it? Or did you just manifest a, a physical one? That oh, no, no, I manifested a physical one just to stop him from dying. Okay, <laughs> yeah. right then. So um, if I am no. caught out for that's cheating, that's fine. That's actually quite good. Because um, as the, the maid time puts it, it looks around, everyone sits there, and then, then you, you hear, um, what? Um, come from the stage, and you come up. Um, and everyone's eyes turn to you, the Daishi, and a couple of other people, people that are obviously magical in nature. <laughs> everyone's like, hold everything! Can I shuffle away from Eric? It is, a, it is a sorcery thing, though, so it's not actually technically arcane magic. Yeah, but it, just you manifest but it's a mage hand. A, a mage hand. Yeah. You can't wait for you to argue hand. that in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. <laughs> um, so Technically, it wasn't okay. <laughs> the guy in the suit turns around to the ward and goes, This is preposterous. What's going on here? I demand an investigation. Um, at which point, um, whilst this is going on, what was your initiative, um, Morton? Mine? I didn't roll for mine. Yeah, you got to find out when you die. Who <laughs> 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 you? Fifteen. Okay, sadly, you, sadly, someone else goes before you. On um, seventeen, you see it, uh, Kada. Um, Saran runs out. What is everyone's attention is turned to the major. Runs out to uh, Morton, 
pops a flask open and pours it down his throat, <laughs> throat a little bit, um, and she's just fed you a patient, stop bleeding, and stabilize. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the balls on this woman, oh my god. Well, yeah. I love this woman. Thank you, saved his life. She's great. She's, she's great. I am indebted to her forever. And that's how she recruits people. <laughs> she's my friend. I am in her cult now. But it's not a cult. It's not a cult. Obviously, there's a scene going on in the crowd with like, the Nortons working around, and he, he looks down at um, uh, Saran, goes to take a swing. Um, anyone want to make a recognized power? Yes. Uh, also, before she does, because I'm on a twenty, I will. Oh, no, you... Yeah. Well, no, I, I would. I would have like I. I would have held my action until he attacked, mm -hmm. um, and made the mage hand punch him in the face when he does. Okay. Well, you to try and give him a disadvantage. Try and push him because yeah, it can't cause any damage. It's just a mage hand. Okay. <laughs> Everything Eric does. It's an, an, it's an incorporeal hand that can. Well, uh, well, well that, that's what I that, that's why I said like it when I it just pushed him yeah. it didn't cause damage it just pushed him yeah a little bit like and then it no, came from stop it. murdering Morton yeah he'll 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 try to do the same thing here as well then okay um just get it to push in so that okay um, target. right so yeah make a uh, make a strength check he's aware it's there now before he just didn't have a clue yeah makes sense uh, okay, so that's seventeen twenty-two. Uh, Oh, 24 because oh. he's currently raging, so he gets a plus two to strength checks. So 24. Okay, yeah, but he's still got 24. Yeah, yeah, so 23. So, yeah, but he said, on 17, when Alpha Kaded finished him, he takes a swing at her. Um, well, no, she, she, she was casting a spell. What was your recognized power, Kayla? Um, I don't actually know if I have it. You do? You did level one. one. Of your yeah. Oh, shit. why have I not written it down then? <laughs> just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> is, it just a, is it d20 plus? Uh, yeah, just roll a d20 plus your wisdom bits. Okay. Try and recognize the spell that she's casting. That'll be a 16. Yes. Uh, you recognize it because it's one of the spells she's taught you. You recognize she's casting uh, Summon Dark Spirit. Oh, my friend oh. going to make a charisma saving throw. Um, and he rolled a three on the dice. Um, <laughs> you, you kind of sense it's here. Obviously, uh, Morton, you're busy being unconscious. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on. But with your recognized power, you, you sense uh, Darakos, his presence, or at least the manifestation of his power, and like seep, quite subtly seeping up from the ground. Or dark tendrils wrap themselves around his, his legs and then seep like seep into his boots. Um, and his eyes glaze over black and gently and then he kind of looks down and he turns and charges into the crowd, swinging oh swinging and wailing away. Wait, Saran summoned this? Yeah, it's the spell that she taught you, summon dark spirit, which allows you to possess people. Oh, I mean, okay, I don't... Uh, who did we just lose? Eric. Yes. Yeah, okay, apologies um, for this. Um, but yeah, so she possessed him and gave him a mental instruction, um, and he's run off into Craig. Um, as, as he does, one of the guards steps forward, it was around the side, and 
Oh yeah, that'll be a 16, um, and you've only got like three hit points left. Uh, the guard will try to be able to do enough damage to knock him out and render him unconscious. There's a lot going on now at the moment. Um, the the scenes appear to have um, events appear to have uh, what should I be, broken out into chaos. <laughs> uh, guards are screaming and shouting. The guy in the, the black suits. Um, demanding uh, an investigation, demanding to know what's going on with the warden. Anyone doing anything? Um, can I go up to Saran? Yeah. And just kind of be like, um, what's the plan here? Um, <laughs> let's get your friend out of here before somebody kills him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to come over and see if I can help carry him. Uh, yeah. The mage hand is going to disappear as well. Um, just... It, it uh, said, a, a couple of guards are, are, are currently moving in your direction, Eric. A few guards are heading towards the direction of the alien eye, mm -hmm. uh, um, the um, Daishi, sorry. And a couple of humans appear to have been accosted by guards as well. Um, you would assume that they may have some arcane talents of some sort that the guards are aware of. But anyone, anyone known to, to local guards with the ability to cast magic is currently being rounded up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am gonna like see if I can pop a silver bomb on Morton and just start trying to haul him back towards where Eric is, and then I'm just yeah. I basically want to get out of here with as many people that I know. As I can. <laughs> well, now Eric's been yeah. Eric. A couple of guards walk up to you and uh, they look down at you. We're gonna need you to come with us. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they clamp a pair of hands and they kind of frog march you off towards uh, the stage. Yep. Um, the Daishi just, well, they don't argue as well, they follow suit as do the, the other two humans. Okay, um, yeah, and Morton apologizes, he's just having some troubles with roll 20. Um, it's a good job he's unconscious. Uh, yeah. But, um, like I say, he's stabilized, he's not going to degrade. Um, and as he's carried back by Saran and Kader, and he gets back in there, obviously there's a lot going on. Now, now Sergeant Matter is, disappeared off to find out what's going on because his big night has been interrupted and ruined. Um, what's he complaining about? He earned some money. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, he, he may Bastard. have to pay for this. Um, and I'm just waiting for Morham. Hi, he's back. So yeah, Morham, hey. you, uh, you eventually come around. You're lying in the back of the wagon. Um, you're, You've got a big scar on your, your left arm, I believe it was your left arm that you almost chopped off. Um, yep. um, and uh, you received an additional, actually I have to make a spell mastery check, just trying to cast it above the original level, yeah, 9 plus 7, 16, so it's enough. Um, Can I roll the silver bomb as well? Uh, yeah, uh, go for it. So you regain 7... 15, uh, 19, oh, I'm sorry, wrong dice. No, it's not. I'd say, yeah, yeah, 19 points of healing, um, which should be enough to wake you up, and Kader's... <laughs> it's, it's more than enough to wake me up. I'm basically as good as Neil, mate. When yeah. you wake up, I flick you in the head. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that again! And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna literally grab you and hug you. Oh. Aww. Can, no, no, mm-mm. Do you, oh. <laughs> do you wear deodorant? What is that? What, 
What do you? So you're covered. In, you're, you're, I've been fighting. You're covered, you're covered in blood, Kate. Fine, I know a bucket. Data <laughs> is um, etern internally screaming into the void. Um, <laughs> as soon as all of them let's go, I'm, I'm going to. As, as, as you internally scream into the void, um, like a, a presence of voices in your head replies. No. Yes, Kata? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it is a void you pray to. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, wrong void. Yeah. <laughs> wrong number, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to that. Um, I don't know what to do now. I'm panicking. I flick Mortimer in the head again. <laughs> you, you just ghost your entity. <laughs> no, no, I'm so sorry. No, I can't. Uh, thank you for helping. No, I want to scream into the fridge, man, but I feel like I'm disturbing you. I'm so sorry. Uh, he's ghosting you back now. <laughs> That's understandable. That's totally fair. Um, oh my you're, God. you're the best. Please don't hate me. <laughs> I'm gonna flick myself in the head, and I'm gonna sit down. Okay. Well, obviously, once again, we'll, we'll, we'll nip back and find out um, what uh, Moose is up to. Run. Run in. Okay. Run in. Um, or are you gonna attempt to run through the night? Yes, but, but employing the tactic of running until tired, and okay. then. So can, can I have two endurance checks from you to see how tired you get, um, and whether you're gonna slow down enough to be caught? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say that. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. That's a so, yeah, you kind of power through the night. You do have a level of exhaustion when the sun's come, by the time you, the sun's coming up. Because you've kept this kind of pace up, you kind of eat and um, you'd have to have devoured like two days worth of rations on your way, but you had enough to go out. Um, and you're just eating on the move. Um, as dawn is breaking, um, you see the palestrades ahead of you. Um, for those of us that, for those of you that really attempt, with the um, events of preceding Morton's, um, shall we say, combat, um, the uh, Eric and Daishi and the others are taken off to solitary um, and placed in solitary for the. Uh, before they are to be in investigated, um, the guards disperse everyone and order everyone back to their huts. Um, Mortem and Thavar are, are sent to the infirmary to get their wounds taken over. Um, the, the guy in the suit demands answers from the um, uh, warden who kind of leads him off to try and placate him inside of his own um, dwellings. Um, and sorry, that was just me trying to catch Joe, up. but the silver bomb, so I get to be more rounds by the feeling out yeah. of it after the immediate, yeah. So, yeah, but you still let off because your, your, yeah. your wounds need to be stitched up. Um, and so, so Morum and Thavar, you will spend the evening in the infirmary. Thavar, you're given, but you're both given. Uh, Rook to help with your injuries overnight. Uh, I don't need it now. I have healed all of my damage just out of the um, yeah, yeah, but, silver bomb. 
Okay. Um, so I don't need Rook. And Eric, you, I do. Yeah. You're placed in solitary for the evening. Yep. Um, as the light is coming up, Morton, you see, just peeking through the pine trees, you can see the palestrade. You know that you're a good, maybe half a mile now from the entrance. Um, Eric, you see the first rays of light peeking through the, the bars of solitary um, and, um, of, uh, of, your, of your cell. Um, and that's where we'll pick it up next week. <laughs> no one died! Just I mean, people died, but no one died! Eric, Eric save someone! Woo! <laughs> Eric also made every possible stressful decision that you could ever possibly make. Like, how can you have one person be? Jesus! And no one, and no one <laughs> allowed to know Eric did it. But yeah. you have four levels of exhaustion, you have to explain the shit out of it. <laughs> hey, hey, I've only got three levels of exhaustion, thank you. Three levels of fatigue. You are, um, you, and it's, you, and you, it's slightly different as well. You would have spent a night in solitary, so you would have been able to recover one of those levels of fatigue. Yep. Um, so that's it. So now so now like minus, minus two, uh, four now? I'm still convinced I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's it. Oh, did we get paid? That's the question. Well, you don't, you don't you know, did. You, were, you were just dragged off to the... No one's got paid yet. No one yet. Okay. Legitimately a mercenary. <laughs> yeah. Where's my money? My money. <laughs> no, no, no one's been paid. I'm more interested in burying uh, Granite because he needs to be returned to the mm -hmm. earth. I'm going to pick up a medical book and actually try and learn how to heal people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, spending spending a few skill points in medicine might be useful down down the track. Mm -hmm. I have of some already. <laughs> Good stuff. I have more. Oh. Actually, I have a plus four, so it's not that bad. But still. Okay, so that's not too bad. So, so you you can wrap a bandage around it occasionally. Yeah. So, don't yeah. Worry, I Wait, did you enjoy it? There you go. It was good. I thought I was going to die for a bit, but not nearly as bad as I thought Morton was going to die. Yeah. yeah. We, we Morton had, didn't know he was going to die. We had until three, it was too late. We had three near deaths. <laughs> yep. Because uh, had, had Musa failed, he was very dead. Yep. Um, had it not been for Eric's last gasp, bit of sorcery. Um, <laughs> then, With a minus eight as well, my eye. Yeah, then, then, <laughs> like. Then, yeah. And Morton would have been very dead. Mm -hmm. Um how many hit points were you on? Um I was on seven. Okay, yeah. So you're like one, one blow away because guy had like plus five damage. <laughs> seven <laughs> health left. Well, I'm at full now, but I can remember writing what? down. Oh, minus twenty-nine hit points. Oh. <laughs> and we'll, we'll find out what happens to the um the magic casters in, in the encampment and whether Musa has come back with his warning in time next week. Anyway, um, thanks everyone for watching uh, and for being around. Uh, the podcast version will be out um, tomorrow or Wednesday, and the YouTube version, the edited version for YouTube, will be out uh, Thursday, Friday. Uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you all next week. Uh, guys, one last oh. If you're enjoying this, uh, feel free to check us a follow, subscribe, do whatever it takes. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. Superb. See you next week, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, that requires me using the right mouse. You <laughs> did use the right mouse. Wrong mouse. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.